Greetings! Welcome to Act Natural, the D&D podcast where players from across the world explore two sister campaigns set in the same homebrew world. This week's episode features the wild cards. To get the latest updates, find us on Facebook with our name Act Natural, or follow us on Twitter at actnatural underscore D&D. Now, on to the show. Last time on the Wild Cards, the party was retreating from Dunalan after their combat with the Carvers. They walked several hours from town and hid in a copse of trees to regroup and discuss what had happened. Multiple members of the group had strong opinions on what to do next, though the majority eventually agreed that they could not leave the town to its fate. As they talked, Alexander used his familiar's sight to look at the steady stream of people oddly leaving the town along the distant path. Through this, they found out that the second festival day had been canceled and any non-citizens of Dunalin sent home. After a long rest, the group began to formulate a concrete plan of what to do. They had several ideas, including a potential smokescreen, but eventually settled on a stealth assault, hoping to take out the head of the snake first. However, as they snuck towards the town, they noticed an odd sight. No townsfolk were visible in the streets, and several groups of carvers roamed them, looking for any troublemakers. Eventually, they intentionally grabbed the attention of the guards and jumped into combat with them once again. It quickly became apparent that the carvers were not interested in outright killing the party, instead attempting to take them prisoner. Jacques was the first to fall victim to this, and he was quickly manacled to the ground. The rest of the party fought bravely and took out a number of guards in the process. However, as Lieutenant Carver and his personal guard arrived, they realized that the fight was turning against them. Liberté, through the clever use of the suggestion spell, managed to momentarily free both himself and Jacques. Liberté was able to run, however, the cleric decided to fight to the end and was captured as the rest of the party began to flee. And that is where we pick up. Four of you, Alexander, Vesper, Taz, and Liberté, are running out of town. You are running away from town along the path. You are unsure at the moment of Jacques' fate. What would the four of you like to do? So can they? Can we still see them? You're turning around and glancing over your shoulder. Yes. It appears that the carvers are taking Jacques to the ground, putting manacles back on him once again, and holding him very tightly and taking him off towards the center of town. And what are they doing about the deceased carvers? Nothing at the moment. They seem more uh, preoccupied with watching you run and taking Jacques into custody. We have to save him. We have to save him. Uh, yeah, I agree. Well, let's go. I feel like I feel like we come back for that. I, I I don't think we can save him in the position that we're currently in. We can't leave him. He's been captured. Yeah, but charging in blindly and not at our best is not a way to get Jacques free, it's a way to get us captured. And that doesn't help anyone. 
But we can't leave him. He, we can't leave him. He's a prisoner. We're not leaving him. We're figuring out how to free him smartly. I, I'm, I'm still watching behind me to see if they've left. There are a number of them who are standing kind of just at that edge of town watching you all run away. None of them are actively chasing. They seem to be just watching you run. And a few I others, as I, as I said, are taking Jacques into the center of town. Yeah, I'll, I'll stop as well. Okay, you both stop. At this point, you're probably 500 feet or so. You can just barely make out that there's individuals on the edge of town. Yeah, I'm stopped too. Well, I don't think they're chasing after us. I just... I don't like it. We're not abandoning him. We just need a minute to regroup. Right. Which is, Alexander, <laughs> what do you have left in you? Uh, I will pick up Charles and hold him out. I'm like, this is all I've got. That's the only magic I have on me. <laughs> okay. And Vesper? Um, I hold up my sword. This. Okay. All right, and Liberté is out, and... We've got the deck of cards. I'll hold it out. Come on. I, I kind of want to start going off the road a little bit and sort of creeping back towards town so I can see what they're doing. Okay, go ahead and make a stealth check as you try to get along the road. The closer you get to the actual town itself, the fewer trees there are. So uh, in, unless you want, you could get up to like the very edge of like a, 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 a close-ish clump of trees, but you'll still probably be like 250 or so feet away. Natural 20. Okay. 20 on still. Yep. So the, the three of you see Taz kind of slink away and start making his way back towards Dunalyn. I'll go with. I'll stealth as well. Okay. I, I'm not going with. No. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> fine. I'm, I'm, I'm staying that's, where that's I fine. Am too. <laughs> not a good 23. idea. Twenty-three. Hey. All right. Taz, not too long after, as you are kind of taking a few steps, pausing, taking a few steps, pausing, you feel Alexander come up behind you. So the two of you are together, slowly inching closer. You get to about. 250 to 200 feet away from the edge of town. And so we should be able to see where we were fighting. Yes. So how many carvers are still there and what are they doing with their fallen comrades? There seem to be two that are keeping an active lookout in the direction that you all ran. Uh, I'm saying it at this point, the other two moved far enough out of sight to where they would not have been able to be seen anymore. And there appear to be two others, so four total, that are starting to put the bodies together, going through what looked to be rites or some sort of 
ceremony with the ones who have passed. And you do not have any notice of where Jacques might have been. Have gone, I should say. I mean, I don't have any kind of healing, but I did take down seven of them in that last fight. I could take down four, but it's probably not a good idea. The thing is, is that they have Jacques, and then there are five more Carvers and Carver himself. So at some point, we need to separate them and whittle them down to have any kind of chance of freeing Jacques. So... I mean, between you and me, I was lying back there. I actually do have uh, one more use of invisibility if we wanted to do that, but uh, after that I'm tapped. If we want to try and sneak in, we could try, but I didn't really want to let everyone know, especially because I feel like they were pretty attached to trying to go and sneak him out, whereas I feel like you're, you're more level-headed here. So, what do you think? What are we doing? I think we need to rest quickly, patch our wounds, and then see what we could do about these four. If they're gone, then we'll need to reconsider either some sort of stealth mission or again, trying to, I don't know, guerrilla warfare, like kind of cut them down so let's go let's go back let's let's get you patched up let's get you know vesper patched up i you know was far enough away for most of it to and, and lucky enough when they did catch me to not take any kind of damage um, but we need we can't go into a fight with our, our two best fighters at, at half strength. That's fair. Okay. So we... Yeah, I'll get up and I'll head back to everyone else. Stealth back, because we're still within eyeshot of them. Actually, as yeah, as um, Taz goes to stealth back, I'll let him stealth, and then I'll just sort of stand up and walk, just to see if they're, it's just to see if they're watching me, and I'll just sort of go a roundabout way, and then I'll try and stealth out again and head back. I just really want to see if they're going to interact with trying to stop me because I have that invisibility so. you're actually walking out in into view of them I'll sort of walk out into view yeah uh, after after he's sort of clear I'll I'll like it's still you know a good two it's still 200 feet roughly away but you know not trying to hide myself okay. as soon as you break cover uh, and Taz, Taz leaves and as soon as you break cover, the two who are watching immediately you can see them have a reaction and the two who are there working with the bodies immediately stop and get up on their knees and start to stand 
and all four of them kind of grab weapons and are very cautiously looking all around, but they're not moving towards you. Okay, I'll just sort of look towards them. I'll put my arms out side to side, and then I'll bow, and then I'll I'll just walk backwards into the into the foresty area, or away from them, and then I'll I'll sort of go the the long way and loop around back to where everyone else is stealthing that way if possible. Okay. Eventually, Vesper and Liberté Taz arrives, and then Alexander not long after. I want to do the conversation for while they were gone. For Um, So, I'll be... Uh, we're pretty far away, but I'm still going to talk quietly, so it's like a stage whisper. Um, What do you think? Can we go back and get him right now? I just... Believe me, I want to save him as much as you do, but... Okay. We've got the deck of cards. Two people can draw one. So we pull the cards and see what happens. Maybe we get something good. Maybe. Or maybe it ends up terrible. Right. Liberté. Uh, I know you feel strongly about this, but getting ourselves captured isn't going to help him. But we just don't know what would happen. Uh, would I have any idea of what the procedure would be here, or do I have no idea at all? Procedure for what? What he might do with Jacques. You've you've traveled enough to know that when an adversary has someone of your ilk or you have someone of an uh, who is an enemy of yours typically you want to hold that position of power as long as possible you don't want to play your hand too quickly and leave yourself exposed you would want to make sure that you had all your bases covered as much as possible and using this asset to the best of your ability that, that's what I'll I'll give you for your experiences. So knowing that she doesn't want to do anything, I kind of walk away a little bit, and I'm just kind of facing away from the town down the road. Let's let's just wait for the others and make a plan. We will save him, but we have to do it smartly. Just a question. If I was to somehow get Charles to draw a card, would that work? <laughs> you can certainly try. I will certainly try, but later. <laughs> <laughs> this will definitely be done at some point. With you, I have no doubt. <laughs> Alright, I'll, I guess at this point we'd probably catch up with them, or Taz would catch up, and then I'd catch up a little later. Yeah, around the time that their conversation is kind of dying down, the two of you make your way back. So whereabouts does the day sit? So what, what sort of time are we at? Because we kind of <laughs> it's, 
it is mid mid afternoon. Yeah, because we did a long rest, then we did this. We can't just go and do another one. It's not going to work like that. So, yeah. So I guess what what's the plan, guys? I'm still facing away. Rite is just kind of standing off on his own, looking down the road towards Dunalin. So there are four of them at the edge of town still. They're trying to deal with their fallen comrades. If if it was possible, I would love to get some of that equipment. I know I could have used another dagger, but more importantly, they're still there and we need to, at some point, split up Carver and his group to start taking them down bit by bit, uh, or some sort of distraction slash uh, stealth mission to get into the guardhouse to rescue Jacques. If we rested a little while so that we can patch up Alexander and and Vesper, I'll be able to meditate and regain a couple of spells so that we're at least a little bit stronger. I worry, though, that, you know, with without healing, although it is four on four, I think we can take them if they're still there. If they're not, then, you know, we need to stealth in and take a look around and see what's going on. As you finish talking, Taz, you hear a small sob coming from the direction of Liberté. Yeah, I, I walk up to him and walk up and, and you see him just staring in that direction, holding a, a very familiar blue vial. Uh, yeah, Liberté, before you take any chances, let, let's talk. I, I know from what you told me how you feel. Well, as soon as you see him, he is he is crying. We're going to get Jacques. We have to be smart. Otherwise, we'll lose others to Carver. I have no idea why Carver would have sent his men to capture us. That doesn't make sense. Unless... You know, he is likened Horvath's and wants to torture us. Or, you know, if he wants to, you know, transport us to Horvath's. <sighs> Everyone go ahead and go ahead and make intelligence checks. Everybody. All right. <laughs> I don't know if you're trying to make him feel better or much, much worse. Yeah, that was that was not the best. I don't know if he's Oops. <laughs> I feel so bad. Uh, it was a save. Sorry. 
Uh, it's the same for you. Yeah. It doesn't matter. 16. 5. Eleven I can never... Taz. Ah, oh, Liberté. Okay. Liberté and Vesper and Taz, you're a little too overcome with emotion at the moment. Alexander, you kind of take a few deep breaths and think about everything that's kind of happened since you guys made your way back into town. Thinking about it, if Carver wanted you dead, he would have simply told them to kill you. There's a reason he wanted you captured. He wouldn't capture Jacques just to off him as soon as you all are gone. That's... I'll, I'll sort of step in to this scene that's happening and I'll, I'll just move up and I'll put my, my hand uh, on Liberté's shoulder and I'll, I'll say, well, just put it this way. If we rest now, there's uh, there's no more chance that he could have been killed now as to he could have been killed in about an hour. So we might as well just wait and then go in full, you know, full steam ahead. There's no point. What? I mean, look, they captured him. Either they're going to kill him now and there's nothing we can do about it, or we wait and then we go in fully cocked and then maybe they don't kill him. Either way, we're kind of stuck. Kenda wipes his eyes uh, and and says, you know, to be honest, I'm more worried about him being a prisoner than being killed. Oh, well, yeah, then there's nothing we can do about that. Well, if he is a prisoner, we can just free him, and then that's the end of that. I mean, you say that, but I mean... There was a time a few years ago I wish somebody had killed me. Jacques's not at that point. You you know, you saw him struggle even at the very end. You saw him casting spells and trying to take down anyone, you know, including Carver with, you know, his spells and you know, even himself flailing around. He's he's not going to he's not going to give up. Oh, okay, okay, fine. But two things. Number one, we can't just stand right here. We're like 500 feet away. Uh, and number two, if we're going to wait, we should at least try to get some kind of information while we're waiting. Like what? I don't know, some kind of wicked recon. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure if we can... Alexander and Vesper both need the rest. I could go in because I, I think I'm a bit stealthier, but if I rest... Josh, Josh while we're talking, I, 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 want, I want us to be moving away now while we're talking. Okay, that's fine. Okay. <clears throat> um, that's not too bad an idea, Taz. If you'll be capable of doing something soon, yes. So you know the spell that I've cast on Horvus and the Mage and 
Carver himself that causes them damage as well as forcing them to flee, I, I can do that again. Okay. If I meditate for a little while. As we're walking away, can I keep an eye out to make sure that like no one's following us or anything? Go ahead and make a perception check. Well, as they're walking away, I'm like, I know we were stealthing before, but I kind of just stood up, you know, and flexed on them. They're not following us. It's they're very interested in holding their own base there. So well, they they have the upper hand right now, so they're not worried about. They seem us. to be fans of circling around us, though. Well, it, okay. I think they know that we're going to come back to them. It's just a matter of when and how. So, we need to work on that. Alright, so... When could we start a long rest? Like, how far away are we from that? You aren't too far. It, it, essentially, if you wanted to find a decent hiding spot kind of relax and, and discuss things, you could probably start one within the next couple hours. Could go back to the ass tree. Okay, so we can take kind of a one hour break and then maybe Taz could do something else and then we could long rest. Well, T Taz wouldn't be able to long rest then unless you waited to start with him when he got back. Why not? Well, the question is how far away do we even want to go? Actually, that's fair. Doesn't he only need half a long rest? I only need a short rest to get my spells back, and then I can do something, and then I can come back and take a long rest. Right, but if you're going to take a long rest after you did something potentially in the town, you would still need that full eight hours from when you got back. Don't elves so... need four? No, I'm a half-elf. Oh. Well, and even with that rule, you only need to, quote-unquote, sleep for four. You're still supposed to rest for the full right. eight. Right. You, 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 yeah. still have, you still have to take the full rest. So so the rest of the other three could start a long rest when Taz is not there, but you would be ready to go in the morning before Taz would be, essentially. Yeah, that, don't, that wouldn't make sense. I think we know where they are, and they're not really interested in coming for us. I think probably best going in at our full strength so if we well, i guess the other way is that if we take a short rest and then see what's going on with these four if they're still there should we take them down so it's less later yeah, look, I think if we if we rest for a little bit, and I would suggest, and I'll, I'll pull out the cards, and I'm like, well, if we pull these, and then we have the intention of taking a long rest anyway, well, you know, maybe we'll be close enough to where we could pull them again if we get something bad, so there's no harm. But um, if I remember correctly, the effects of the cards go away at dawn, not after a long rest. For the most part, you, you would be waking up either right before or at dawn with oh, a long okay. rest. Oh, okay, yeah. 
we're, 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 we're getting late enough in the afternoon where essentially you would just be going to bed early instead of like waking up in the middle of the night. Uh, I'll look to him after saying that and I'll be like, that's an excellent point, but for my counter argument, and I'm just going to pull out a card. <laughs> Alright, we're, we're starting this. Go yeah, ahead and roll a d20. Come on, intangibility. Ten. <laughs> Please, okay. not again. Please don't do it to me again. <laughs> <clears throat> it is not the rhyming card. Yes. Alright, so... It's not <laughs> one we've pulled before. It is not. Ah, encounters. Okay. You pull a card, Alexander, and you get a quick look at it before it bursts into fire. Uh, this depicts a torture room with oh, no. multiple knives, blades, and instruments. Well, that can only be good. <laughs> How you feel. Any further information on that, or you wait for a moment to see if something happens? There is no immediate effect. Damn. Oh. Well, actually, no. I think I have done that one before. That was the first one I did. Uh, and, and I'm like, well, lame. my one's a bust, and I'll, I'll pass it off to. Le I'll hold it out to Labor Time. Like, come on. <laughs> wait. Oh, I'm offering him a card. Um. So, oh, so Jordan, you already know what the effect is. I don't, we don't. know what if. No, that that oh. is not that is not the same card that he pulled previously. Oh. That was oh. that was Alexander being ah, bra okay. bravado. Right. That's on me. I'm I'm not I'm not going to I'm not uh, going to pull it. All right, I'll, I'll just hold it around to anyone else. My hope was that you and Vesper would draw a card. I've, I'm kind of putting the potion away. I've, I've got these potions. That was my plan for me. I'll draw a card. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Roll a d20. I hate this Come on, so turn into a god. Nine. Nine. Ooh, we haven't pulled that one either. Yeah. I'm so scared. Well, you pulled the card. <laughs> Vesper, you look at this card, and much like Alexander's, it bursts into flame and disappears. This one depicts a faceless humanoid. It seems to be standing in a room, almost as if it was looking at you, but there's no face whatsoever. It just seems to be a blank head, and it's standing at attention. Go ahead and roll a d4. Okay. Four. Damn it! Roll again. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you, you. Th there is no option for four. It's a, it's a one in three chance. Yes, oh. <laughs> but I didn't want to tell you to just roll a one d three. It was. Yeah. Four. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Okay. Okay. Two. Okay. Um, Alexander. Taz and Liberté, you all are all staring at Vesper, just kind of waiting for something, anything to happen. You all are just kind of blinking there in the sun as it's heading down, and you blink and you blink, and suddenly Vesper's gone. And in her place stands 
an exact duplicate of Alexander. <laughs> nice. Uh, are, <laughs> Looking there good. Two, there are two Alexanders <laughs> in your midst at the moment. Oh, oh. god damn it. <laughs> we needed another Vesper, not another Alexander. Oh, That's sorry. wrong. <laughs> sorry. I took down seven of those guys. We needed another me. Little, little help, but yes, you did quite well. Um, Vesper, do you feel okay? I don't know. Do I? <laughs> Make an do intelligence I... check. <laughs> Does it feel good to be him? I don't know. It always feels good to be him. <laughs> intelligence? Eight. <laughs> I was just messing with you. I know. Um, you... You think about it, and you're still you. You're very much still your own self. You can still feel your armor. You you still have your armor on. You're still yourself. You're still a woman. But to, for all intents and purposes, Alexander, Taz, and Liberté see Alexander. Oh, so it's like, like the effect of the hat. I'll use the hat and I'll turn it to Vespa. <laughs> there, problem fixed. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> there, so there that... are, you guys are back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is about on par for you guys. All right. So, so yeah. All right. So <laughs> that was no help. An awful lot of risk. Let's let's. So Josh, we're, we're starting a short rest. I try to poke the one that looks like Alexander. Uh, you poke the one that looks like Alexander, and you feel Vesper's armor. Okay, alright. This is just a disguise. She didn't transform, which is probably for the best. Yeah, wow. Essentially, it is an illusion, but it is one that, as far as you know, lasts until the next dawn, and does not require concentration or any of those other... Okay, alright. Um, now... I'm glad you're a wanted man. Alexander, what did yours do? I have no idea. We'll figure it out. It'll probably either be really good, or really, really good. Can I insight that, check that? Or... Sure. Yeah. Go ahead and roll an insight check. I mean, there's no way I would believe him, that's all. I... I'll do it anyway. Oh, dang it. I got a 15 on the session. Uh, you can tell Liberté that he's he's nervous. Okay. Alright. Uh, okay. Not useful. Wow. After this is all over, Alexander, we're going to have to have a little chat about your withholding nature. But let's let's rest. Let's get you and Vesper patched up. I wish. Yeah, I'm good to sit down and stop. A uh, short rest. Okay. Same. Are you guys walking back off the road like you did the previous night, or yep. what? What's, what's the yep. plan? Yep. Yeah, we just duck off into the bushes. Okay. You you fought, you walk around. 75 or so feet off the road, get into a group of trees and bush. 
you take a short rest, so you all would be able to use any hit dice and regain any short rest abilities. So nothing. <laughs> hit dice, hit dice. Or, or um. Nice. I think I'm on a D8, right? Bards are D8s, yes. But if yeah, you just click on hit dice, it'll automatically roll it for you. Oh, yeah, right. So. Nine. Nice. Ooh. So that puts me back up to four. Nice. And... Anybody else rolling hit dice? dice? Yeah, no, I don't think I need to. I was um, at max. Yeah. Vesper, you feeling 100% um hold on I'm gonna tap myself and give myself um I can do math let me look at it I'll just give myself two more hit points and now I am yes <laughs> Alright, for, for the expediency of this, an hour does go by. Um, Taz, Vesper, and Liberté make a perception check. Oh boy. I'm hoping for werewolf. Um, perception. There are lichens. Seven. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Vesper, you're a little too preoccupied with your own wounds, but Taz and Liberté, you notice that even though you are taking a rest and you can usually heal up pretty well, Alexander doesn't seem to be recovering. Oh, no. And Alexander, you can go ahead and negate the hit points that you gained from that hit die. No worries. You got it. Hit die is still spent. No worries. Uh, yeah, I didn't put it back on. No worries. Just letting you know. Yeah, so guys, uh, I think I know what the card does. It's very good one if you want your enemy to draw it. We should get Carver to do it next time, next fight, so he doesn't take a potion and run away again. Uh... <sighs> so these cards don't do anything good at all. Ever. Uh, one time. I mean, you did teleport to different places as a dragon. Yeah, well, that was pretty great. That's only situationally useful. Phasing. Well, it would have been a good situation to use it right now, but so, Alexander, you can't go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Well, in a matter of speaking, it's probably not ideal. So you're just... You, how, long can we, how long do we have to wait before you'll feel any better? Till the next dawn? So, Liberté, well, let's, let's stealth to see what's going on with the guards on the outskirts of town. Hmm. If they're still there, I mean, I can 
try and either goad them or just try to pick them off at a distance and see how they react if they come after me or if they run. If you think you can get away with it. I mean, I, I have the longest range right now. Yeah. And I could always run if all four start to give chase, but isn't that kind of what we want? If you want them, if they chase you, that's exactly where we want them to be. We could just be standing by in the stealth, and if they come along, then we'll hit them. Just be very careful, Taz, because if more than four come, we're they're just going to kill us. I'm always careful, Liberté. So if there are more than four, are you still going to try it or no? No. Not not with Alexander being wounded and not able to really take any damage. And he does take damage. And with Liberté having no spells to control them, we're at a significant disadvantage if it's more than four. So at that point, then I may ask Alexander to maybe teach me or make me stealthier so that I can go and, and take a look at what's going on. Okay. So if there's four, I attack. If there's more than four, I don't. And I come back. And if there's no one there, I'll come back. Uh, I mean, I could make you invisible. That would probably help. I don't uh, want to use that now, because the minute I have to cast a spell, it's gone. You should save it, just in case. Fair enough. Okay, well, let's go see what we can do then. Okay, and if it's four, I guess, Vesper, if you can try to hold two of them while the three of us focus on the remaining two. Okay. Don't forget your short bow, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's probably good that you look like me because... Let's be honest, they're probably all going to be wanting vengeance, so it's probably good. They'll probably focus you anyway. Are, are you still me? Yeah. <laughs> are we all supposedly going? I Well, yes and no. So you guys will remain a, a short distance behind, sort of off the road and as hidden as well as possible. I'm going to then sneak forward and and see, you know, how close I can get and see how many of them there are. And then if there are still four of them there within range of my spells, then I will start and see what happens. Josh, does this make sense from a time point of view? In what regard? I mean, we wanted to start our short or our long rest as soon as we could. So, is is do we think that this is going to take so long that it's delaying us? 
Well, I, I, I guess the first question I'll ask is how, how far away did you guys want to have been from the town? Like how much of a walk? Maybe a not mile. Not that far. Oh, no, not that far. Not even I don't a mile. know what that means. No. A mile? <laughs> what is that? A mile is like, 2.2 like... kilometers, I think. I'll look it up. It's a kilometer. It's the good measurement system. Um, it's the better it's, measurement it's system. It's 1.6. Uh, 1.6. Uh, I, I was way the hell off. Yeah. That's all right. I thought it was 2.5. So, you know, the more you know, I learned a lot in school. Uh, but yeah, so half a mile, which is a third of a kilometer. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we probably want to go about 500 meters, you know? Um, oh, okay. A meter. Half a Metric kilometer. Metric system now, boys. <laughs> you mean 500 feet? Eight no. tenths of a mile. <laughs> okay. I'm getting this. I'm getting this. Um, Alright, so... Yeah. Uh, half a mile. Easily walkable. Get to within a couple hundred feet. Begin yeah, to so stealth. Get to about a hundred feet. And see what's going on so we're about 70 sorry 750 meters away roughly sorry i'll stop Um. just just as a reminder once you get if you're going along the tree line to kind of be stealthier and quieter once you hit around 250 to 200 feet that's the farthest you can get with tree cover yep that's perfect so they're about 250 feet away and then I start to stealth uh, to see what's going on to, I guess, about 110 feet from the guards or where so, I last so, saw them. So you'll be going invisible. No, I'm going to. Oh, hmm. right. No tree cover. So you won't be able to stealth. Closer than 200 to 250 feet. What do we but see? But at 250, yeah, I was going to say, within 250 feet, what can we see? You, you could see, it's just not like great detail. Right. And with that not great detail, what do we see? Are, are you saying you're already there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought we were still planning. Um, you, you are, and you're, you're all stealthing there, I assume, yes? Yeah. Well, they're they're at the edge of the tree oh, line no. to the 250 feet. Yeah. Okay, but but you would still need to be quiet to get close. So. Okay. Oh, oh no! Natural one. <laughs> uh, go from a natural twenty to a natural one. I got a six. You have disadvantage, Vesper. <laughs> yep, you got it. Ooh. Oh, no, 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 no. Two natural ones and a six. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So. As you guys, fire is the forest? Ugh. It's not on fire, but um, <laughs> as you all are moving through the tree line, getting closer and closer to the actual town, you get probably around 30 feet or so from the very edge of the wood, and you're like, alright, there's our, there's our spot. And as you are moving up, you see that there is a group of probably four or five deer just standing right where you and Alexander had been before Taz. And as you all are standing there, 
Taz, you step on a stick, and Vesper trips and just falls on her face. And all of the deer look up and just bolt in the direction of the town, away from you, out of cover, away from you. So it's a distraction. Fairly obvious that something has spooked the deer in that general area. All right. So I'm going to channel my inner inner Alexander, and I'm just going to blatantly walk to where the deer were. Okay. You walk up to where the deer the where the deer were. Go ahead and make a perception check. Okay. You step out. Are you stepping out or still in the trees? Still in the trees. Okay. The as you kind of peer around a tree and look around, you do see two carvers who are standing kind of right at the edge of town looking in the direction of where you are. They seem to be very interested in what's going on. And with your perception check, you actually see one of them reach into his pocket and he pulls out a whistle and just doot, 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 gives three short blasts and puts his, the whistle back in his pocket and they both get into stances. Yeah, I'm going to start heading back. All right, let's go. <laughs> How far behind me are you guys? Not very. How far out you went? Probably about five or six meters. All right. Uh, you guys, you guys, I, I whisper, or sorry, I telepathically to Vesper, I'm just going to stay here a few more seconds to see the reaction. Uh, the other three, you all heard the whistle as well. So it, it was it was very loud. And you wait a couple more minutes, Taz. And coming up behind, you do see several more carvers run to where these two are. And they just point, the original two point in the direction of where you're standing. Okay, I take off. You all start to back away. Okay. Am I going to be able to remember what that whistle sounded like? Yeah, I could say so. Okay. Hmm. Useful. Hmm. Yeah, no, they're they're a bit more prepared than they were the last time. So we're really going. They seemed to have pretty to... prepared last time. Well, then it shows how much more prepared they are. They didn't have a way of signaling each other the last time. Now they do. I mean, they literally told the boss to come. But it took a while. This time I mean, didn't. I mean, it took thirty seconds. Right. You, you get the sense that Carver was in the, the guardhouse when that all started. So it still took a minute for him to get to where you all were. Yeah. 
Well, no, well, he's he's talking about inability to signal each other. Well, it's not like it took a long time last well, they, time. They, they also had more people and were within shouting distance at all times. Yeah. So. All right. How are we for a long rest at this point? Probably. At, at this point, you guys can take one if you want. Yeah, yep. I think. Okay, how does that work for Alexander? Uh, there's only one way to find out. Does he get his long rest? Yeah. Um, do we want to just go ahead and fast forward to that? Or is there anything you guys want to do in the meantime? Did we discuss if we were allowed to switch out a spell after a long rest? Yes, if you guys want to use the new Unearthed Arcana rules, you can. Oh, cool. I am going to switch out Hold Person. Yeah, as a reminder, some of those new rules have restrictions. So, like, for the Sorcerer, the spell you're swapping out has to be of the same level. So, if, if you're going to use those rules, look through them real quick and make sure you're following yep. them appropriately. It's for for any creature that has just spells known and nothing else. They can switch out one of any spell every long rest for for one spell of exactly the same level, and that includes cantrips. And for any creature who knows cantrips, but otherwise doesn't have a spells known, like a cleric has a, a spell list and they just prepare, they can do cantrips, which they in the past haven't been able to do. Just one spell. And that's the same for warlocks, I think. You have the same rule, same rule as I do. Yeah, yeah, bots as well. Yeah, so so the three of you could swap out a first level spell for another first level spell that's on your spell list, but or a second level, or for a second level. Yeah. Taz. Mm-hmm. You. Know how you do that message thing where you're just speaking in my head? Yeah. Can you do that with shock? No. Well, no. It 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 has a very short range. And we we did try this I have to see the person to be able to speak to them, and I don't think Jacques is going to be out in the open. I just wish there was a way we could know if he's all right. <laughs> I don't remember how to add a spell. I don't either. It's been so long. Go go up to the um, compendium, the black circle yeah. up at the top right. Yep. And then search for the spell. I it, I might not have it, so if you're looking for a specific spell and it's not there, you'll have to type it in yourself. Well, the spell came up, but I don't know how to add it. I drag it into your sheet. So I click and drag it over your spells list. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, yeah, if there's anything at this point you don't have, Josh, then one way or another we can buy it. Well, 
for them I have most things at this point because I, I bought a lot of it myself um, the the one issue that roll 20 is just being stupid with is that they don't have skag like they, oh. they it's, it's not even available to buy they just haven't made it ever and it's really frustrating yeah has <laughs> a lot of character options in it right that's like the one big character creation book I don't have right that's alright I, I did a swap Okay. Um, just, just if you did swap out a spell, just let me know what you took, just so I know. Yeah, I'll send you a I'll, message. I'll tell everyone because I don't care. I switched out hold person for agonizer scorcher. Ooh. I've never heard of that. It's a thirty foot by five foot beam of fire that requires a dex save. Yeah, that's very useful at this point in time. Even if I had it last fight, I wouldn't have been able to use it, though, because Jacques was in the exact middle of everybody the whole time, but... <laughs> well, you know, we could always just remember him at the end. Is there anything else that you all wanted to do either the night before or, or like, right during the long rest? I assume someone was taking watch. Yeah, uh, I would take a uh, watch during the darkness. I'd probably take a watch as well, attempting to sort of push out the rest a little bit so we go past dawn, just in case it does stop me healing. But maybe wait around for an hour extra if I have to. Just... I really want to not heal. <laughs> I feel like the cards always go really well for me and everyone else. We should totally use them every day. It's uh, it's been interesting. You guys have <laughs> you guys have easily drawn more cards compared to the other group, but for the most part, you have either drawn neutral or negative effects. It's been really interesting to watch. Well, what it's really doing is making it so there's no way our characters would ever want to pull a card again. This is why I'm a little frustrated. None of them, none of these things are good. It's it's supposed to be a fun gimmick, but you're not pulling anything good right now. I'm having fun. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> he he says that, but he just finished complaining about spending three sessions having to rhyme. Yeah, well, you it's, know, it's it's fun out of game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is kind of the point. Mm. All right. So I'm having... through... Oh wait! Oh wait! I think. It. it got it. So I'm dropping mirror image because I haven't used it. Um, kind of pointless. Um, so I'm picking up chatter. Okay. Switching over to our captured cleric friend, Jacques. As the final blow strikes into you, a violent longsword slash, your vision goes dark. You see nothing, you feel nothing, and you know nothing. You simply exist for you're not sure how long. Seconds, minutes, hours, days, years. They all seem to exist as one and the same. 
as this time passes, your consciousness seems to expand infinitely in all directions. You can sense that you have sight and touch and hearing and all of your senses, even though, as far as you know, you're dead, unconscious, you don't know. Eventually, far off in the distance, your vision begins to coalesce around a single point of light. What would you like to do? I'm going to walk towards it. All right. You begin stepping towards the light, and it's very... It's a forced perspective. You feel yourself walking, but it almost seems that you're heading towards this little beam at a rapid pace, like almost in Star Wars when, when they go to light speed. It's like... <sighs> You, you seem to get there instantaneously. And as you arrive, you see that this point of light seems to be a small circle of pure white. With hard edges around the outside. And it's the only source of light or anything other than expansive blackness that you can see. And it exudes no other light than what is simply in this circle in front of you. It's probably three feet in diameter. And it just seems to be hovering in front of you. Can I try to grasp the edge or, or in the center? Center. You go to grasp the center and your hand whoosh, vanishes inside. It's not hurting or anything like that. No pain. But the light seems to just cut off your wrist. Like uh, It's almost as if you were like putting it under a waterfall. Your vision ends at that waterfall. It's as if your wrist is... The rest of your hand is not there. Can I pull my hand out? See if my hand's still there? You pull your hand out? Perfectly fine. I'm going to try... Uh... Is it big enough for me to fit through? I'm just trying to see if I can climb into it. It's wide enough for you to kind of step through. Uh, I'll do that then. You step through the circle, one foot and the other, and as you step through, your eyes are assaulted. You go from near pitch blackness to bright, blinding light, and you blink for a couple of minutes, letting your eyes adjust. As your eyes begin to adjust, you see sparkles and glints and gleams, and you kind of rub your eyes a little bit. And as you gain full awareness of where you are, you see yourself surrounded by mountains of treasure. Hundreds, thousands, perhaps millions of coin in all directions. There are swords, shields, glistening full plate armor sets hundreds of them just in this one little area where you're standing it's almost as if you're in a city block and the buildings are made of treasure you do uh i don't recognize this place at all then uh no you do not go ahead and make a perception check 
14. Looking around, you are quite sure you've never seen a place like this before. You look down, and you appear to be standing on stone. It doesn't look like a road, per se, but it definitely is stone. And looking in the distance, up into the sky, it's not blue. It just seems to be a gray-white. You're not sure if it's clouds or a wall, but there just seemed to be a definite edge to your vision. And as you look behind you, the black, the circle where you stepped through is gone. There is no semblance of that black void behind you. Do I have my my armor or weapons on me at all? You do not. It is Mm -hmm. only you and your person. And as you are kind of standing, looking around... Far off in the distance, probably two, three hundred feet away, down this straight path in front of you, you see a figure kind of hobble from left to right across your vision and then disappear behind another giant stack of wealth and coins. Uh, what, are, what does it look like exactly? Uh, from this distance, you can't really tell. You just saw a, a figure move. It seems to be hobbling. Mm. I was going to grab a sword and shield from anywhere. Okay. You go over to a, a nearby pile and simply grab a sword and shield. They are instantly the nicest things you've ever held in your hands. They are beautiful, pristine. Do I still see that thing? Uh, the The figure was only in your vision for maybe about 15 20 seconds imagine mm-hmm. a road like, like you're in a downtown city square and mm-hmm. you saw someone walk across the road from left to right basically they appeared out from one from behind one building walked across the road and disappeared behind another all right can i try to find a way out of this place yeah what would you like to do um i'm gonna try to follow that person okay are you moving, just walking? Or are you trying to run after them? Walking. So I want to keep an eye out for anything, because I don't know this place. Go ahead and make another perception check. Oh, uh, ten. Okay. Walking through this area, every now and then you do seem to glance what does appear to be a wall of some kind. But it's nowhere near you. Imagine if you get down to another long expanse of straight road. On the very edge where that road dead ends, it appears to be a wall. If you had to guess, you seems like you're in some kind of fortress. Especially with all this coin, if they're trying to protect it. But who would just keep this many coins lying around in a fortress? Doesn't really make sense. No trace of that person? Uh, that's just as you're walking. You're walking in that direction. Uh, As you get up to around where that figure was, you do see the figure who walked across. He is probably around 50 or so feet down a path, and he is about now turning a corner, and you see him. He appears to be an old man, gray white hair and he is clutching a cane for support as he's walking 
that's about all you get with the quick glance that you see before he moves out of can I call out what do you say um I'm just gonna yell out wait wait come back you shout this out and mm-hmm. he keeps walking no no immediate reaction uh, I'm gonna start to pick up my pace start chasing after him okay you start running now running down the center and as you turn the corner you follow up with a few more steps and you emerge into a grand you're not sure if it's like a, a central like marketplace or square or you're not sure what it is but you do seem to be in the center of this fortress palace whatever it is and all of the heaps and mounds of treasure seem to come inward toward the central point, and then there's probably a gap of around 150 feet in diameter where there is no treasure. There's a very open, flat expanse. And as you move into this area and start to look around, you see the old man is standing in the center of this area, and he's a lot farther away than you would have thought he was, considering how slow he was moving and how quickly you were running to catch up. Yeah, he's just standing there? He he is standing there, and he's looking at you. I slowly approach him. Okay. Go ahead and make another perception check. Oh, don't kill me, please. <laughs> Not to 20, 26. Oh, wow. There you <laughs> go. Okay. Yay. So, you moving into the center of this area, you notice a couple of things. The old man in front of you, he has very withered skin wrinkly tattered clothes Um, his eyes are stagging Uh, he has big bags under his eyes they seem to be bloodshot and he looks to be clutching that cane that you noticed before just barely standing and he's kind of shaking a little bit as you approach you also notice looking around now that you're in kind of this central square you do see that this definitely is some sort of building or fortress. And from here, you're actually raised a little bit. And you notice that there are seven sides to this building. And there seems to be a large uh, golden statue on each corner. And as you get within 20, 30 feet, the old man just suddenly sits down. And you blink and you are certain that it wasn't there before, but there's suddenly a stool that he's sitting on. And you look back up at him and what the hell? Now he's holding a wineskin with glasses? What's going on? And the old man pours some drink into one of the cups and just begins to sip on it. And he looks back up at you again. So, who are you? What is your story? voice does not match at all. Wait, what did he say? He said, so who are you and what is your story? Mm. And as you inhale to answer, you blink again and suddenly there is another stool. Presumably one for you, maybe only five feet from him. Um, I'll approach cautiously and uh, I'll say, uh, Elder, I am Jacques. I've 
trying to figure out where I am. Where is this place? He smiles. That is a noble question for you to answer, or ask, I'm sorry. So quickly. And he, at this point, for the first time, seems to take notice of the sword and the shield that you picked up. Oh, where did you get those? I took it from the pile. I am unaware of my surroundings, and I just feel empty without a sword and shield. And it nods. I, I know many who have expressed very similar sentiments. I, and he kind of looks at them with a reverent eye. Uh, that sword, yes. That belongs to... Yes, I'm pretty sure that's his. That shield is not one that I'm particularly familiar with, but that sword I definitely do remember picking up. Oh, this is your sword. Oh, yes. All of this is mine. And he kind of smirks and and spreads his hands wide. Well, um, I had all the sword. I, this place, this is your place, then. It is very much mine. But, I'm sorry for taking these. Oh, there is nothing to be ashamed of, and I can very much sense that your intent was true. You are. You were, I should say, vulnerable in a state where you wished to defend yourself against unseen enemies, ones who would wish to do you harm. That is not something that can be faulted. I, that's right, I was beaten. What am I doing here? How did I get here? I do not know. You tell me how you got here. I'm still waiting to hear your story. And at this point, he hands you over the second glass that is full of wine. And he begins to just sip as if he's uh, sitting by a fire waiting for a a campfire tale. You said there was another stool, right? Yes. I'll sit down as well. I'll just uh, set the sword shield aside. And uh, I guess I'll tell him the last thing I remember. So you got into a fight that you could not win. But what happened previously? Who um, are you? Where are you from? I'm from Nathun. Have you heard of it? I have. And he kind of nods. Um, well, I don't remember. I grew up in the orphanage. I was raised there. And, well, I I worship Bahamut. And I guess you could say everyone I knew there, growing up there, everyone pretty much either comes or goes trading or does something else, or most of them, like myself, uh, we join the military. And I guess... My whole life, I've just been in the military, and so you have now. only, so you have only done what others have expected of you. Yes, this is my first time going out on my own, doing something. I, I honestly, I left Nathun out of impulse. I felt like I was doing it. I 
I wasn't doing anything. I was, I just, I don't know what I was doing. I, they discharged me and for a while I was doing nothing and I just left. Story states that he seeks purpose. He has no leg to stand on. But history is only kind to those who write the story. Where are the conflicts? Where are the trials that have arisen in your story? My trials. Doing something for myself. I've always followed orders. And when I left, I thought, I don't know, I just, I just, I don't know. I just went to look for something to do, something. I couldn't, I couldn't be a soldier anymore. I, so I left after my injury. And have you decided what it is that you want in your future? What are you, Jacques de la Hart? What do you want? How do you know my name? I've only given you my my name, but how did you know my surname? Asked you a question. What I want to do. Just want I just want to do good again. I just wanted to do something. I want to be useful. I wanted to do something. I couldn't just, I just couldn't just sleep all day and just drink away anymore. You are tired of feeling alone and useless. But I need, not the way I'm used to anymore. I, my injury, I, I look for my book. Do I have a book on me? Do not. You do not have any. You don't have your bag. You do not have any of your equipment. Anything. You are basically in just a plain tunic and plain pants. My mind is not the same anymore. You see this trial as a hindrance. I don't know. I. Well. I ask simply because important deeds are not trusted to the weak or cowardly. No, this... My injury... It's... It's a setback, but... Does it scare you? In the future, maybe. I don't know what will become of my mind. Hopefully, I can find something or someone or maybe myself, I could f- fix my own mind. If this does not trouble you, then what does? I sense a great weight on your heart. Can I have a drink? <laughs> he takes your cup back, fills it up again, hands it over. Just gonna chug it. Do you wish to know more of my story? Not at the moment, though I'm sure in time, it will come out. Am I dead? I certainly hope not, or else this conversation has been quite pointless. And he stands up and reaches forward with one veiny, bony finger and touches you directly in the center of the forehead. And even though the voice started off deep and resonating, it 
changed over the course of the conversation. And as it touches your forehead, it changes back. For this, you will need courage, strength, and all of your wits to survive. Do not lose them. And as he lets go, there is a blinding flash of white light. And your vision, almost like a flashbang, is just white, piercing white. Until you blink and it's blackness again. It's the exact opposite transition of what you had. You move around, kind of roll over and feel yourself on, on a floor. You're lying on a stone floor and you can't see anything. You're near itch blackness. Again, your eyes begin to blink as they adjust. And through a small window, about 15 feet above you, you do see faint light coming in. It's moonlight. You stand and kind of look around as best you can in this dim situation. And notice through a quick examination that you are in some sort of jail. There's a small bed small chamber pot off to the side. And you kind of slap your face a little bit. It hurts. You pinch yourself. You feel pain. Not sure what that last scenario was. If it was a, a vision or a hallucination or, or what. But uh, you, you are definitely... Not in that room with all the treasure. You do. Am I still chained? Am I cuffed? You are not cuffed. However, you do not have your armor. You do not have your weapons, nor your pack. How's my injuries? Uh, am I... I don't know if I'm healed or not, or... We're not completely healed at the moment, but... You are feeling better, obviously, than you were when you were knocked unconscious. Do I see anything outside my cell? Go ahead and make a perception check with disadvantage. Oh, it must be dark. Maybe I'm yes. just... Yep, it is basically pitch black. You do not have dark vision. Twelve. Not bad. So, through more touch then sight you feel around and notice that there are bars that line the window above you and each wall of your supposed cell and thinking about it your armor and belongings are gone and you remember why which is odd usually you wouldn't have retained that information without writing it down you, you remember the previous afternoon with your friends and fighting and and how you fought the Carvers and cut down a number of them before the lieutenant and his men arrived. It's it's all there. Oh. Could I touch the walls? Do I, what's other walls? What can I feel? One wall is stone. 
but the other three are barred. Is there anything like any moss or anything on the, on the wall? Smooth stone. Smooth stone. Dark. Can't see anything. Try like can I try to see if I can try or reach for like like my way around the cage, see if you find like a a lock. Okay. You spend the next few minutes searching through all the various bars and on the front of what you would assume would be the front of the cell opposite the stone wall, you do find what appears to be some sort of lock, locking mechanism. And as you fiddle with it, you actually hit one of the bars, and there's a sound, and... Oh, you're awake. And you see a figure basically completely in darkness stand and then walk across the room that you're in, open a door, which allows a little bit of light to come in, but not much, then walk out and shut the door behind you. Or behind him. So am I all alone? Seems that way. Oh, that's pretty bad. I guess I've been... So it's it's nighttime also? Uh, Moonlight, right? It is nighttime. Oh boy. No. Try to figure it out. I can't see anything either. Do I even see, uh, since there's no moss on the walls or anything, is there at least a firefly anywhere at all? No. Alright, I'm so dead. And probably a few minutes later, you do hear footsteps coming from the door. And eventually, you see a few more people come down into this completely dark area. And they have torches. You see Lieutenant Carver, along with two other Carvers, all holding torches. One of the carvers shuts the door behind all three of them as they enter and stands by the door. And then the lieutenant and the other carver walk up to you. I'm going to back up and uh, I'm going to back up and uh, sit back down on my bed. Alright. You sit on the bed and you see Lieutenant Carver walk up to the very edge of your cell. He's not wearing his armor. He seems to be in comfortable dress as he walks up to you. Well, well, Mr. Delahart. I am glad that you are awake. It has been uh, some time. Now, I assume that uh, would be a good time to talk, eh? That's good as naming, I guess. Very good, very good. Now, uh, as an offer of civility, I'm going to give you the option to uh, talk with me inside the cell, face to face as a man, rather than between these awful bars. Would you prefer that or the bars in between? I prefer the former. 
Very well, very well. And he gives a little hand signal, and one of the carvers comes over, goes through a ring of keys, opens the cell. Very well, very good. And he walks in and kind of stands beside you, and he's looking back towards the guard. He goes, oh, shit. And he kind of goes over to where the, the do- back to where the door is, grabs a chair and brings a chair in and sets it down next to your little cot. Thank you. And he sits down and very kind of shakes out the sleeves and the wrinkles in his clothing. And the uh, other carver who is by the door now gets up and walks over. So there's Lieutenant Carver in the cell with you. There is mm-hmm. a secondary carver in the cell with you, and the person mm-hmm. who was by the door locks the cell mm-hmm. and hold and stands there. <sighs> there, this is very good. Now, <laughs> it is uh, no secret to either of us that uh, you are apparently no friend of mine, and that I am no friend of yours any longer. From. Uh, what has happened over the past few days. You have killed a good friend of mine and the mayor's, which uh, is murder, <laughs> unfortunately for you. And you Self-defense. Killed... <laughs> I do not think so. And you have killed uh, many of my men as well, which would also be tantamount to murder. So that is at least... Uh, 20 or so murder charges coming up against you and your friends. All your friends were guilty of the situation. Uh, as far as you think, however, guilty by association of what? We have not done anything wrong. Well, your friend did. You know, kidnapped us, hunted us, and so that's what he did to us, and so we did the same to him. I cannot deny that I was not expecting that to happen sooner or later. Uh, However, I did think that uh, he had enough friends on his side to uh, survive any potential encounter. However, it uh, makes sense that you and your little troop were the ones to take him down, considering what you have done to my men. So, on that topic, I must ask you, Mr. De La Hart... What reason do you have that I should not repay that favor in kind to you and your friends when I capture them? Mm, well, it did take two-thirds of the men to catch one of us alive. I mean, no, yes. no, no, no. However, I do have a very big piece of bait now. However, I am... Uh, very interested in this actual group that you are traveling with, and he actually pulls out your book at this point. Oh, that's a bitch. And it's there in front of you, probably three feet away, and he's just kind of flipped the pages nonchalantly. Tell me about this group. Uh, I am very interested. Would you even consider them friends? After all, it was only through Dunham's games that you met. Ah. <sighs> Well, I trust them enough to keep me alive. And so they did. 
you have now freed yourself of Dunham's prison, and you are, in relative terms outside of this cell, a free man. Yes. Why would you continue to travel with them? It is over. Well, we did put down one bad man, and so we thought we were going to look for the other bad man. Associated. What bad man would that be? Um, like you and your men. And anyone else. So you are still set on this? Well, we weren't before. We were planning to leave the town. But then, you know, things happen. And so we're back on track again. Honestly, we assumed you were no part of no knew him, but we had no evidence, so we decided we were planning to leave. But seeing how you reacted or tried to kill us at the end. So we tried to kill you. Well, if, if that is all you required, then maybe we should let bygones be bygones, eh? Uh... You could instead stay here. I could uh, pull a few strings. You could uh, perhaps work for me. You have a good wage here in town. Power. Mm. I don't think so. No, that is not an offer you should very lightly refuse. Think about it. You could uh, suddenly see yourself as a member of the people. Being able to do good, as you said. Help others. And us carvers. It is not a bad idea. Well, I don't think so. My honor wouldn't allow it. Seeing how you, then you're also pushing them for like protection money. On the people yeah. here, and they're all afraid of you. Have you killed any one of them before? These people that you protect. What does it matter if I do or do not? That fear is what gives us our power here in town. The population mm -hmm. fears us. They respect us. It keeps the town orderly. On on. Are they armed? Uh, Carver and the guy. Yeah. Make a perception check with disadvantage. Oh, the torches is not helping. Oh shit! Sorry, torches. That was that was a late edition. Yeah, just regular perception check. Alright. Um, it's a uh, 16. Not from what you can tell. No, I don't want to work for you. Uh, that is an unfortunate conclusion. I was hoping that you might be able to see sense. Sense? Where is your sense? We killed two thirds of your men. And yes. And you are now here about to rot in my cell. Yes, and then my allies will come back and kill the rest of your men and you. I do not think that will happen. There's less than ten of you. That should not matter. I do not think that uh, they will know what to do if they come back. Mm -hmm. Well, your men are... Since it's only like probably nine of you your forces will be spread thin 
If anything, you're probably just protecting your base, your barracks. What's stopping them? Mm, well, they had a day, so I guess they're resting and coming back. Yes, and when they come back, they will be one fewer, and you are my prisoner. Oh, well, just because I have no weapons doesn't mean that I'm not, you know, deadly still. I can still cast. <laughs> he, he just laughs openly in your face. Oh, you are very funny, Mr. Jacques. Mm. You, yeah. are no, you are no deadlier than a kitty cat. I think two thirds of men back to differ. Just because some of them are weaker and less experienced does not mean that uh, I shall not get the laughs laugh in the end. Uh, don't worry, you probably will. I don't really laugh much. Good. That way there are a few of them in the future. If you are not going to join us, I suppose that that concludes our conversation. Feel free to stay here. Your prison sentence shall remain eternal. And he gets up and starts to walk out. You have my book. I do have your book. It has been quite an interesting read. I know basically your entire history. Well, at least since your injury. Leave my book. Why? You have done just big finished threatening me. Why should I do you a favor? Well, we threaten each other. Yes, but I am in the position of power, no? Why would I acquiesce to your request? That does make sense. I can leave walks out he and the other two walk back they all walk outside shut the door and you hear some muffled conversation through the door on the other side for a few minutes and then eventually one of the uh, carvers does come back into the prison cells and stands guard like he was before no torch this time is it standing by the door or my prison's door the door to the, the chamber at large. So he's probably 20 or so feet away. Huh. Um, did they leave yet? Like, how far outside of the door? Uh, yeah, Lieutenant Carver and the other have left at this point. They stepped out, had some conversation, which you couldn't hear. And then uh-huh. one of them stepped back in. And the other two left. I guess I'll go back in my bed and lay there. Right. Slowly... Your anger subsides over your conversation with Carver, and eventually you fall asleep. But we'll go ahead and end it there. Eventually, the morning does come. Alexander, you stay up on the second half of the watch, hoping to rest. And you do. Everybody gains the benefit of a long rest. Even before dawn, Alexander, you started to feel better. Which... Can we be told what it does, or do we have to figure it out? Uh, I, I was going to tell you, based on the, the, the situation that kind of just played out. Essentially, what that... Um, let me pull it back up here. That is the, quote, torture card. And it is... I rolled on the minor detriment table... And well, 
you cannot heal outside of a long rest. Uh, okay. I see. There's like a curse that does that or something. Mm-hmm. I, I, I molded a lot some of the detriments off mm-hmm. of curses. Right. That's, that's considered a minor detriment. <laughs> yeah, minor, right. To to be fair, it was it was the one, the like the the natural one on that on that table. Mm. So, yeah. Because te- technically, there's only a one in two hundred chance that you would get that exact. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. So the question is. Do we try to approach from an area where we can maybe kill some before the rest arrive? Or do we head straight for the guardhouse? I think we should try to take some out time. As long as you promise that we are going for Jacques as soon as possible. We, We are. And... Because I can, uh, I have fewer spells than you, Liberté, but I get what few I have back faster. We, we could do a hit and run, hit and run, hit and run with little rests in between for me if I need it um, and, and take out as, as many as we can without most of you using what big spells you have? That's fine, but we should also expect that they're going to try to use shock against us at their first opportunity. Yeah. So we may not get a chance. I just want everyone to know my plan is to use my spells to do whatever I can to free him as soon as possible into any fight. If they do use uh, use him against us, uh, are we planning on negotiating, or what's what's the plan there? Well, you may not agree with me, but my opinion on the matter is he's better dead than a capture. Okay. What do you mean you want to parlay? Well, no, I mean, if it all comes down to it, we, we just need to plan. Taz seemingly talks to himself Mm, towards nobody. Oh. Um. Who are you? Looking around to see if I see anybody. A perception check. Fifteen. I don't immediately see anybody. I do want to look around as well. Well, guys, I think he pulled a bad card. Read, um, read, read the message again, Taz. Yeah. I've got a, I've got a dagger out. We know, we know each other. Oh boy, this is the, the mage. That helped Horvath's. 
the mayor wants us to parlay, negotiate. But this is... Yes, if you guarantee our safety. I'm going to wave my hand in front of his face. I, I can see you, Vesper. Who are you talking to? <laughs> yes. So, all of you, be alert. There is a a magic user that we've encountered before, a wizard that helped Dunham Horvath's helped at least to defend him and he's nearby he's used a spell to communicate with me and I was able to respond so Liberté I think that's very much like what you can do Mind magic. I got he's, it. He's he's saying that he is neutral and is agreeing to no hostilities. Isn't and this and the wants guy you to were negotiate. Hunting? Yes, I believe so. He knows I hurt him. And I made this agreement. I will put myself at risk. You will what? Taz just walks away from the three of you out of the brush and out onto the road. Are I, the three I, I try to grab him. Or are you following? I'm trying to grab him and stop him, like, physically. Make an athletics check. Okay. Taz, make an acrobatics or athletics check if you want to resist it. Kind of do. Vesper's kind of tough. 19. <laughs> Seven. She grabs you and stops you from walking away. Yeah, Vesper, I know this is risky, but it could be a way. We, we now Carver has somebody with magic at his disposal. It, it's kind of. How many invisibility spells do we have? Just you? Just me. All right. Sorry, carry on. Yep. So this this person was defending Dunham Horvath. It he may have just been doing it for the gold, but he's here at Carver's request to negotiate because Carver knows he's 
outmatched with Liberté and, well, all of us in the party being able to attack from a distance. So I've agreed to talk. What? Weren't you just doing that? It's It works a lot like your spell, Liberté. So... I, I, Can't you just I, talk that way? How far away is he? I, well, I'm guessing... He told you where he was, Taz. He's out on the road. Near us. Near where? Did he request only you, or can we all go? We can all go. I was trying not to put anyone else at risk. No, if we're all there, then we can jump in if anything goes wrong. I feel like it's better just, that we just all... Just remember, though, that he can cast magic, and us being together together puts us at a disadvantage. Can Charles scout for us? Yeah, Absolutely. I will put him down on the ground, and I'll I'll send him off in that in the direction of the roads to see. He he also knows now that, and I've agreed to no hostilities because he knows that I can still cast spells on him without seeing him. I think it's pretty fair to say that he knows where we are anyway, so we can probably just move up on him. Like, he knows we're here, it's not like he's not expecting us all. Don't get too close close to me. Okay, but you're not going alone. That's... that's stupid. Okay. <laughs> okay. Alright, so... I guess I myself at the edge of the road and look for him. Anyone else coming out or just Taz and uh, Charles? No, I'm coming out as well. I'm following behind, yeah. Alright. I'm staying I'll... in the bush near the edge. I'll do a stealth check. That's how close I want to be. Go ahead and make a stealth check. Good to know. Vesper, you said you were moving out? Yes. So, all of you, in one, some form or another, because I'm saying you can see this as well, Liberté, step out, and you see three individuals. There appears to be an individual standing in the very center of the road who is kind of just tapping his foot, looking up at the sky along with two carvers flanking him on either side. He is a middle-aged human man, long robes, well-groomed facial hair, and both of his hands are tucked behind his back. There are two books that you can see tucked into his belt. And the two carvers behind him are just kind of standing there looking gruff and menacing. 
I see you decided to come out eventually. It's appreciated. May I approach? On my honor, you can. To about 10 feet of you, Taz. I'll stand up next to Taz as well. Like, ish. However far that is. 10, 15 feet, whatever it is. We can just be bodyguards. Yeah. Look intimidating? Yeah. Even Charles looks intimidating? I have my hand on my sword. <laughs> no, he's very sweet. Balige, Mayor Damien Crane has authorized me to negotiate with the four of you on his behalf. Wait. Did you, you say mayor? Previously, I did. Pay attention. If you were not previously aware, your comrade Jacques de la Hart is currently our prisoner, facing a total of 22 murder charges against the town of Dunalin. Since he has so spoken so highly of you all while in captivity, Mayor Crane has, in his infinite great generosity and graciousness, decided to offer you all a deal for his freedom. Do you wish to hear the terms? That's why I'm standing here. Your friend shall be returned to you, unharmed, outside the port of Dunamin at two days' time at dawn. In return, every member of this group, and he fumbles for half a second and pulls out a book. Um, uh, 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 nope, nope. You are in no position to be making demands. And he Do you remember what I did to you? Do you remember how you ran fear and how the pain edged into your brain? I am in a place to make the demand. You do not move. You do not require anything other than your mouth at this point. Make an intimidation check. Uh, Vesper, Liberté, and Alexander make perception checks. Oh, shoot. Ugh, eight. Eight. Two, uh, sorry, seven. Okay. Seven. Can I use my inspiration now, or... Oh. You can use them at any time you wish on any okay. roll. So, oh. Okay. So, what do I roll again? It's a d6. But think about it. This is a one time use. Hmm. And I already got a 13. So. All right. I'll save it. Uh, Liberté, you with your keen eyes looking over the individual. He, as he was pulling back his cloak to grab the book, you recognize the cover. It is Jacques' book, the one that he writes in every night. I will cast message and tell Taz so. That book is Jacques' journal. 
and as you shout this out, Taz, you hear you you, you hear this in your mind. He just kind of laughs. <laughs> yes, that was invigorating. I had not been in a fight in very long, and he goes ahead and pulls out the book anyway and starts flipping through it. Every member of this group, including Alexander Valor, as well as his cat Charles, Liberté, no last name given, Taz Fallon, Lilis, Ale, whatever the fuck your last name is, and Vesper, again, no last name given, are hereby banished from Dunalin and shall return only on the pain of death on sight. I mean, I feel like you're scared of us at this point. If, if you're banishing us away and not allowing us back into the town, uh, you're scared of what we could do, because I feel like we're more than capable of taking on you guys. I'm here only to negotiate on the mayor's behalf. We have no reason to trust the mayor. He's a bully and a coward. The fact that they got me involved in this whole mess means one of two things. You have either sufficiently scared them into defense, or you've pissed them off enough into offense. I don't want your blood on my hands. I can hear everything, right? Very clearly. Okay. I would cast message to Taz and say, all I want is for him to be free. Is it acceptable or not? Why two days? Why not today? You cannot get him to Tunamin in, in a few hours. That is a two-day journey. Why does it have to be in Dunamin? Why can't it be halfway? If we give you our word that we won't return. You are no longer welcome anywhere near the town. Does that look like it matters to us at this point? It should. Take it that is a no. Since that is the case, in addition, as a gesture of goodwill, the town of Dunalin will donate a flat sum of 1,000 gold pieces to... What is your name? He's looking at all of you. The wild cards. Yes, the wild cards. This will also be delivered to all of you outside the port of Dunamin in two days' time at dawn along with your compatriot. Why don't you just release him? Make him leave. Can, can, I, can I insight check from my bush? Yes. 
You, right. you, whoever wants to make an insight check can make an insight check. Insight check. God damn it. Oh. He's so trustworthy. <laughs> oh, 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 six. Thank you. This is really the only one who mattered. I got a 15. I'm also going to use the inspiration. All right, I was going to ask you to blow it on that or not. <laughs> Give me one second. Otherwise, I'm just going to forget. So <laughs> I'm no, I'm too bad at managing inspiration. I'm the bot. I give it to everyone else. My <laughs> dice are so messed up right now. Hmm. This is a parlay. You've told us what the mayor's demands or what the mayor wants. We might be willing to go along with that if the mayor promises to not in any way punish any of the townsfolk who were not in any way helping us or a part of this. We caused the chaos, but we have it in us to not want to leave them worse than we found them. Okay. Is anyone else speaking up, or just Taz? Uh, I mean, I, I feel like we're always going to be on the run at this point. Can we get some kind of assurance that we're not going to have people sent after us? I believe that would fall under the uh, terms that as long as you do not return, you are not hunted. Yes, they were, they were messaged to Alexander. I mean, look, at the end of the day, I'm just here, I'm just helping out here so I can get my money at the end of the day, so I'm happy to walk away from this. I don't know about everyone else. Is that your stipulation, then? No townsfolk are harmed. Our friend unharmed as well. <laughs> Quite obviously. Insight check on that. Bad. You do know if Bye. our if our friend is not unharmed, there is no place in this world that you can hide that I won't find you and kill you. Then, then it will be the mayor's turn. Whatever, whatever beef is going on between you all and the mayor, I frankly don't care. Were you... Test wrap this up. Were you a friend of Dunham Horvath's or were you just a paid, paid muscle? He was a person I knew. Didn't really consider him a friend, so to speak. Seems so like a decent fellow. 
Why did you defend him? Mia's house was under attack. Kind of shrugs. Okay, well, I'm going to step forward and I'm going to be... And I'm just going to say, okay, well, as long as... It, when we're doing this, this is where it ends. Uh, you know, as... If we are found to have people hunting after us under the town's name or anyone related to this, I will invoke the name of the family of... Uh, of the Velour family, and I will have the whole town destroyed. Give me a moment, and he steps back in between the two carvers, and you see him start tracing his fingers through the air. It's burn. They agree as long as you don't hurt any of the townsfolk, and you don't chase them after the deal is done. Is this acceptable? And there's a moment's silence. He's got a flip phone out. He snaps his fingers. It has been agreed. We shall see you, or I shall not see you, but they shall see you in two days' time at, du at dawn in Dunaman. So, Josh, just quick question. The uh, somatic component that he was doing, was that the same that I've seen Liberté do, or is that different? Make an Arcana check. Always make me run checks when I have no skills. Oh, ah, that's a 23. You, you um, quickly log the the somatic components in your head and this is much different than Liberté's message spell. This seems to be something much more powerful. Okay, so sending. is the sending spell. Yep. Okay, so I just wanted to make sure that they were not within range of a message spell. Okay. Um... Very good. Is there anything else before I take my leave? Uh... You said his name was Vern? Vern. B-E-R-N. Oh, Burn. Oh. Where exactly what? are we supposed to meet them in Dunaman? At the port. Outside the port of Dunaman in two days' time at dawn. Okay. Are we going to need horses to get there in two days? Or could we... Oh, you should be fine. Two days walking. Okay. I'll just look to everyone else. I'm like, I'm good. Uh, yeah, I feel like this has been resolved fairly well. I'm okay if Jacques is not brought to us. They'll all burn. Wonderful. Goodbye. He snaps his fingers again and he completely disappears as do the two carvers. They materialize into nothing. It's different. He basically turns on the spot and apparates like Harry Potter. The carvers kind of fade away into dust. Like no, they were more like illusions. They were illusions. Could have taken them on. 
You know, it's probably too late now, but I just want to say that if it had come to it, I was going to make myself look like Gothrak. Just... Because mm. he knew who Gothrak was. Well, if it had come to it, I, I should have asked for more money. But, you know, in hindsight. But then he wouldn't have expected me to cast a spell. See, that's that's, that's the point. That's, I so I wanted to kill him. Yeah. <sighs> that didn't help. That wouldn't have helped Jacques. Well... I don't think we promised not to kill him, right? Yeah, we promised not to hurt anyone in the city. As long as he's not in the city, he's still fair game. But he said he's he's not part of their group. He's a separate guy. So yeah, he's we gone now. Him. I meant right here on the spot. Wipe that smug look off of his face. Well, I had a spell set up ready for it, but uh, this wasn't really necessary. Let's go. Um, <laughs> Vesper, are you okay? I'm fine. I'm just a little confused. Yeah, I feel like you kind of got pulled into this one. Well, I kind of did as well. These guys, they messed up real bad. Um, no. <laughs> so this this was. Uh, let's let's walk and talk, okay. but keep our eyes and ears open. Absolutely. So this was the wizard that was in the compound that kept us prisoner. We didn't see him, really. Um, we just were being attacked by him as he was defending the mansion. And had a number of us pinned down, and I, I got within range and used a spell with psychic components to it so that he ran, which allowed us to finally kill Horvath's. But when we went to go look for him, he was gone. Did you say his name was Burn? burn there is a little bit of history there and a little more than a little distrust but he was one of the hunters I assume right if if yeah so so let's uh, what if we... he's not returning Jacques as promised or it's a trap. Then we come back. What if we're outnumbered? Uh, well, that, that's up to the people with high insight roles to convince her. Well, we have enough abilities, Vesper, to deal with a large crowd. And flee, obviously. I'm pretty but, sure he was telling the truth about the deal. He seemed pretty on the level about it all. I mean, coming I, I, from you, that's not reassuring. Yeah, well. Hey, whether we walk into a trap here or we walk into a trap on the docks, doesn't matter. If that's what happens, then we have to fight our way out. Liberté. 
Are you okay with this? Yes, I'm very much okay with this. For two reasons. First of all, Jacques getting released without risk of something bad happening to him as we try to fight to free him is certainly a good thing. And second of all, I think we do want to free this town, but running through the streets shedding blood probably wasn't the best way to do it in the first place. We can probably help this town someday without actually having to come here. We won't forget about them. Agreed. Let's let's walk towards Dunaman. Yeah. Alright. For expediency, you all continue you start your journey to Dunaman. The next couple of days go by. Uh, sorry, in these days, um, can I test to see if I can get Charles to draw a cat uh, to draw a card? <laughs> you certainly can try it. I would definitely like to. He and I guess I'll his, one as well. He puts his paw in to try to draw one, and he he, he can't he can't get it. It's it, as, even with you going in his his sight and trying to draw a card, he just can't do it. Yeah, so he'll be doing it, and I'll just, like, I'll get his paw, put it on top of the cards, and try and pull it out, like, holding the sides of his paw. I'm like, come on, you can do so, it. <laughs> Alexander, let me show him how it's done, and I pull a card. Hell yeah. Oh, what what is this? Is this? Is this on the first day? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, well, this could either be the day you met the wizard, or the, the next day. This would be, like, right after we leave, I, I think. But Seven. Seven. Taz, you draw a card and you look at it and you see a black canvas and in black numerals surrounded by a white um, outline, you see three ones. One, one, one. And for the remainder of the day, you feel incredibly sluggish. So <laughs> for the rest of, quote unquote, that day, you had disadvantage on all your skill checks. I guess I'll, I'll probably do one on that day as well. Just why not? For the goodness. Let's, let's nine. Oh, well, we had that one, one. Yep. the day before. <laughs> Go ahead and roll the T4. Oh, man. Who's he going to look like? No, you can't include the cat. I mean... <laughs> No, no, it's a person. <laughs> um, they're suddenly become two Tazes. And I look, my ears are really that pointy? Hmm. Yeah. Um, Taz, I reckon I can open something with them. Yeah, with, with, with your keen eye, you look over the, the illusion. It's an exact duplicate of you. So like like you look down, even like the wrinkles in your clothes and the way that your hair is currently looks, like even if it's out of place, that's how it looks. From the moment the card is drawn, is it is an exact duplicate. As far so as it creates tell. an illusion of that exact moment the card is drawn. Of an, a random person within thirty feet. And can I use my hat to transform into anything else, or does it just negate it? You try and you cannot change your form. 
Yeah, I was really trying to give him a mustache. Oh well. <laughs> so, Josh, did you say saving throws or skill checks? I can minor cool. illusion and mustache on top of that. For on my roll. Yeah, only skill checks for yeah. that day. Okay. I'm going. I have like ink or something. I'm going to like draw a line on Taz's arm and see if it appears on Alexander. You draw the line. There is no line. You, uh, Alexander, you can feel it on your arm, but it does not show. Hmm. No, she said she was drawing it on Taz to see if it appeared on Alexander Taz. Oh, 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 oh sorry. To see if it um, makes the form. You, yeah, you, you, you draw a line on Taz. There is no line. On my existing tattoo or on <laughs> the, the flesh part? Are you yeah, adding add art? to the tattoo? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. To to test it out, she draws a line on your arm, Taz, and mm -hmm. there is not a corresponding line on Alexander. Okay. Useful information. Useless cards. <laughs> that, that's it, Alexander. I'm never drawing another card. Well, you technically have. You have another day if you want to keep testing them out. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna do that. I'm like, is, is anyone else? Uh, we've we've had one each. You guys wanna? Yeah, you 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 all take a long rest and then continue your journey. Yeah, I'll I'll do one. But the first thing I'm gonna do is after that first long rest, I'm gonna change out press the digitation for create bonfire. Right. Okay. Oh, oh, Dark Souls. That's gonna be nice camping. <laughs> uh, uh, I I might swap out one of my spells as well. Actually, yeah. invisibility is not really working for me at the moment. Huh? There we go. Okay, that one switched. I will draw a card. D20? D20. Alexander, I would have thought one of your other spells. I, I thought invisibility oh boy. worked really well for you. Oh, a one. For now. Come on, tell me that's a good one. Everything's been bad. Can natural one really also be really bad? Okay. You, 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 you draw this card, Liberté. And you look at it for just a moment before whoosh, it dissipates in the fire. It depicts a large red-winged beast breathing fire upon a town of individuals running away. Can it be Dunaline? Liberté, are you okay? What? What? Are you okay? Uh, as soon as you speak, Liberté, a no. burst of flame mouth. For for this, I'm gonna have everybody who is not Liberté make a dexterity save. Oh, <laughs> Dex save. Okay. Dex save. Seventeen. Sixteen. Save. That's a save. Oh, that's just Dex, my bad. Um, but that's not good. Seven. Okay, do you, do you have proficiency in Dex saves, Alexander? Uh, I do. Okay. Uh, yeah, you 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 save then. So everybody takes half damage. Oh. Everybody wow, takes five points of fire damage. And um, Liberté, as soon as this happens, you go, "Oh no!" and you cover your mouth. Uh-huh. And it doesn't happen again. Aw. 
Okay. So you're telling me I can control it? I, I turn away yeah. from them and try to do it. Try to do it on command, nothing happens. Maybe it's once. when you speak. Yeah, I'll look away and try to talk. Okay, roll a d6. Oh, a d6. Oh, it's a random type! Nothing happens. So, what would the sure half of 11 be? It's like a dragon's breath. Uh... But it, nothing happened when I tried, right? It's when I talked? You you say something else out loud? Go ahead and roll another d6. <laughs> Damn it. Uh. Okay, so now, now it's it's like, uh, oh, what was that from? Where like, I, I'm trying to do it, but I can't. I'm just, Dracarys! 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 Just over and over again, trying okay. to get it to go. Wow. Eventually, after a moment, whoosh! It does, the fire does reappear. You get the sense that each time you speak, there is a random chance of you breathing fire in a 15 foot cone. <laughs> it's still not a good one, but I like it. Uh, Alright, I'm going to watch myself talking for oh. the rest of the day. If, if you think about it, that could either be really good or really bad. Right. course that that comes on a day when you guys when we're like fast forwarding through everything but yeah this is what we were hoping for the previous day but it's not as fun for me <laughs> see i was hoping you someone would pull that card and then it wouldn't happen until you're like just talking to a shopkeep and then right <laughs> that's a good one vesper Yes. Yeah, you take him on. Oh, oh. Oh, was that only was that only the first one? That's the only day? the first one. No, I'll I'll take one. We're gonna keep doing it until we get all the uh, all of them documented. How many do we have so far? Uh, I honestly don't know at this one, point. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, ten, no, identified. Right oh, are, are, are you writing them down? Yeah, of course I, I am. I write everything down. <laughs> well, almost. Well, but, but technically, Taz can only write down the cards that he's seen, though, right? Or you guys have you explained them. it to them? Yeah, and, and unless you say, oh, this is what I saw. Yeah, I just want to make sure it's like acceptable and not metagaming. Yeah, like yeah. I'm, I, I'm assuming that you guys you guys have yeah. been curious enough that you've been telling each other what the cards have been and I I stopped asking because I assume that that's what we're doing because I was asking in the beginning every time yeah. we were doing it all mine have been obvious so I can't really no the very first one you did in the mansion was not yeah well I don't know what that did so you don't I, I think I do but Alright, Vesper, take your card. Okay, okay, okay. Vesper can go ahead and draw the second one of the day. Eleven. Oh, we we rolled that one before. Damn it. Uh, 
Be, because I don't like doing it, and I like you guys having control of your own fates. Desper, Vesper, go ahead and roll a d10. Okay. Thank you for being One that. was the other one he got. Two. You pull this card, and it depicts a soft sunrise. Not really sure what that means immediately before it dissipates. And you feel rather invigorated today. And you die. <laughs> that actually felt pretty good. Not sure what happened, but you feel pretty good. Hmm. What the hell happened? Vesper, <laughs> uh, walk into some shade. Okay. Uh, okay. What? I walk into shade. Walk underneath a tree? Yes. You look pretty damn cute standing there underneath the tree. Damn it. <laughs> so I, I feel invigorated, right? So, so Vesper, can you move any faster than you normally do? Can you jump any higher? I try to jump into the tree. Jump? It's your normal jumping height. I I run seem to be running at a normal pace. In heavy plate armor. In heavy plate armor. <laughs> clank, 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 clank. Un unfortunately, some of these aren't going to be obvious unless, mm -hmm. unless a, a condition happens. So. Yep, that's fine. I'm pretty sure I know, but I don't. I take a swing at a tree with my sword. Oh, God. <laughs> Make an attack roll. <laughs> It explodes. <laughs> I'm so curious. What? Uh, Congratulations, you hit a tree. There are druids everywhere vehemently disappointed with you. Hmm. Yeah, so we she embeds her sword into the side of a tree, but doesn't seem to do any additional damage than normal. Can I heal the tree? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Okay. Use your lay on hands I on a tree. It. Oh man. It's a responsible use. Make a wisdom check. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> Natural 20! <laughs> She's an arborist. <laughs> um, as, as you walk up and, and put your hand into the tree and exude that healing essence you actually do see the bark begin to heal over. And you swear in the back of your mind, you hear something say, thank you. <laughs> but not because you cut it. <laughs> I, I'm like equally awed and also terrified. So I'm just going to back away. <laughs> Okay. So, I have no idea what this is, guys. Well, it doesn't seem to be hurting us in any way, but hmm. don't know if it's helping. Well, you're not dead, so it's clearly not the worst one we've done so far. So, yeah. onward. I think that's a positive one. I just feel better, slightly. 
Okay. You all stop to camp for your second night. And every time we camp now, I'm gathering firewood and then casting Create Bonfire on it. And then we get a saving point in case we every, die. Every time we camp. Um, for this, we'll go ahead and take our break here, and then I'll give you guys the intro to Juniman, and then we can um, go into the next morning and whatever that may bring, as this is the day that you are scheduled to meet them. So, jumping back into the game as we begin the morning of your meeting with the representatives from Dunalin, I would like Vesper, Taz, Liberté, and Alexander to go ahead and level up. Ooh. Well, that's sweet. Yep. Shit, how do I do that? I don't know how to do that. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, character sheet. Oh, yeah, I got it. The little gear. Now, remember, my custom rule, you get a feat and two plus, or plus two to ASI. It should automatically take you through your choices. Now, um, I will say for the, for the simplicity of it, go ahead and just act as if you're doing an ASI, and then we can add the feat in afterward and and as a note for um liberté taz and uh, alexander at this point you can rearrange any of your spells because you're leveling up so with, with the ua rules you can only swap out a spell level for spell level after a long rest but right now you can swap any spell for any other spell as long as you're at your number of known so if you want to make wholesale changes, now's the time to do it. I was gonna... Oh. Alright, it says I can't remove a cantrip. Uh, it... I'll have to do it in the spell book, right? Yeah, yeah, once like once you get through the whole leveling up process, you can do that, you can do that switching and changing. Okay, because I was gonna take that um, wrist pocket okay. instead of mage hand. I'm going to hold on to Agonizer's Scorcher for now, but I do plan to oh, for enlarge, reduce, maybe next wrong, long run. You doing, Vesper? I'm applying changes, correct? And then uh, once you've applied your changes, let me know which, which uh, ability scores you increase. Okay. I... Privately or out loud? I mean, yeah. that's what Whichever. If you want to do it privately, that's fine. Or if you can say it out loud if you want. No, I did strength and charisma. I went charisma. I went charisma. Wow. We have a very charismatic party. <laughs> I'm at 20 now. I'm at 18. Oh, for your stat. Got it. Yeah, because my stats are okay, but... 
gonna change it on D&D Beyond. Also, I need to pick a feat. And then once you figure out your actual stats, let me know what feat you're taking. Those are in the compendium, right? A majority of them are in the compendium. The D&D Beyond has the full list. I'm taking Warcaster. You should be able to just drag that in, Liberté. If it's one, two. <laughs> I, th I think it's two. It is. Yeah, so you should just no, be able I'm... to drag it in, and it should appear in your features and traits, I think. Yep. yep. I'm taking Spell Sniper, and that gives me an additional attack cantrip. Okay. That I can roll a spell attack on. So I'm taking Shocking Grasp. Right. update D&D Beyond to match what I have here. <laughs> uh, I didn't add the spell to my spell book, so I have to do that manually. You should be able to just drag the spell in, though. I'm pretty yep. sure that's one that I have. Okay. Uh, so... Alexander, Vesper, what piece did you guys take? I think I'm going to take Sent Sentinel. Okay just because I've been looking at feats for so long and I couldn't make up my mind. <laughs> That's a good one. I love that one. But um, you kind of need a shield, no? Or no, you don't, actually. No, sorry. Uh, no. That's right. You're thinking shield master. Yep. I was also looking at that one, but I don't have a shield, so. You could always go buy one. It would automatically increase your AC. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Um, I was going to ask, oh, on D&D &D Beyond, it says I only uh, had four spells prepared out of six. But it was different on the roll 20, so I have no idea what's going on. Is it Paladin? It's because you have access to cantrips now. Previously, you didn't have as much access. I don't have any the... cantrips. Yeah, but because of the um, Unearthed Arcana, I believe you do oh. have access to them now, so you're probably having the missing slots where you would normally have access. The I'm correct pretty... Me I'm, wrong, I'm pretty sure you prepare spells equal to... Uh, Spellcasting... And it's supposed to equal to your charisma modifier plus half your paladin level rounded down. So, what's your charisma modifier, Vesper? It's uh, well, with the um, it's four. Okay, so yeah, you can re you can prepare six spells. Okay, sweet. And then I'll have to add that extra one. And, and you also always have your oath spells as well. Remember those. Right, yeah. I 
I'm not sure which one I want, but we're just going to lock it in anyway. Uh, I think I'll take the, the Rapid Caster feat, uh, the one that's in the um, the player okay. notes. Yep. Because I so, feel like healing is cool. So that's essentially Mercer's feat from the first, from, or Mercer's rule from the first campaign. Mm -hmm. So you can cast two spells in the same turn. As long as um, one is, I think, second level is what I said. Second level or lower. Yep. So very strong at this level, not as strong later. <laughs> well, but it'll also take up your spell slots real quick. Yeah. If I could have used that with my sorcery points, that's one I would have taken. But I don't really have bonus action spells anyway, so it would be pointless. Yeah, I've got yeah, a lot of healing stuff, so I, I also I, I can attack. I also nuked it for for twin spells or i'm sorry for quicken that, spell because that's, that's what, exactly what i'm talking about yeah it, it's just too op at that point so yeah so I'll, I'll take that one all right uh jacques would you like to tell the party what you took oh and i i actually i actually just saw your message yes you can if you want What, 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 what were we talking about? <laughs> uh, which, which, which stats did you increase, and what feat did you take? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, stat. Uh, I increased my constitution by one and my wisdom by one. And for my feat, I just grab a sentinel. Cool, good. Two good one. Always good. Yeah. Just the two, the two of you remember that if you are both attacking the same creature, Sentinel does not apply. Just something to keep in mind. Okay. Any questions before we jump back in? I know some people are probably still messing around with their spells, but... Yeah, I'm just I'm trying to finish off this mind earth. I'll let you know if I have a problem. Okay. Anything else? Uh, I'm good. Is there a... Wait, never mind. I found it. I was looking for feats on D&D Beyond. Hey, Josh, my, uh, my current hit points is 41. So, with my if I if I increase my constitution now, because I didn't do it last time, I'm doing it now, would I go up at 1, then? Cause it... Yeah, so um, if, it, if it bumps up to an even number, then you would gain one one hit point per level, so you'd get four additional hit points. Okay. So it's 42, okay. It, it would be per level. Be, be, because you get one per level, so you would gain four if you bumped your constitution up. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Because it was, because uh, I got a straight, because I rolled a seven plus three, is my con, but it should have been plus four, which brings it up to a 42. Alright, sounds good. Everybody's hit points have been updated. Yep. Did yours update? I, th I thought you were in the low 20s before. Oh, I was at 17 before. Okay. For some reason, I thought you were in the 20s. 
No, my hit points are uh, garbage. Yeah, no wonder he almost always died in one hit. That makes mm -hmm. sense. I still, I still will, even though I went up by six. <laughs> or no, there's a chance. What am I at? Twenty-three now. Yeah, I want. I did go up six. Right. So, jumping back into the actual game, you all wake up fairly early on the following morning. You camped just outside Dunaman, probably around a half an hour or so walk away. And as you walk, the scenery around you gradually begins to shift. Whereas you were originally walking in through farmland, the the landscape is now becoming more hilly. There are gentle slopes. Uh, mists hang in the air, and as you walk, they seem to dissipate and then reform. And it's not long before sea air begins to assault your noses. And while this is a really familiar sensation to both Alexander and Vesper, the temperature around you is not quite as warm as you're used to at home around a bend, the actual full city of Dunaman comes into view. A wide harbor dominates the landscape. In the distance, you can see seagulls and other various birds flying around what look to be four or five ships that are currently at port. From there, a number of buildings sprawl haphazardly into the mainland. To the right, far off from the path that you are currently walking on, you see a large stone keep surrounded by its own wall. And I will go ahead and get you guys onto the actual map map. Oops, that's the wrong one. So excited. There you go. Whoa. In the distance, you can hear well, shots and yells. People moving in and out of the city gates you can see in the very far distance. Can of course tell which area is the port and what area seems to be the more city areas. Sun is starting to rise, however, it is not truly broken the horizon yet. What would the four of you like to do? We have to get to the docks. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So, were they just behind us this entire time with him? Or, like, are they coming we're tomorrow? We were walking alongside them the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I would have thought that they wouldn't have done it in town, that it would have been here outside of town. He said at the docks. Hmm. The burn specifically said outside the port of Dunaman. Right, outside the port of Dunaman. We're outside. Oh, the, the whole port. thing is the port. No, the the actual port itself is this area here. You know, the actual coat. Okay. As opposed to the town square or outside town hall. Gotcha. Okay. Like Right, that's okay. So when I'm saying we should go to the docks, I'm I'm thinking right. right. Yes, you are correct. I was wrong. 
All right, so let's, yeah, let's. I'll move into the city. As you get closer, um, you do hear the shouts and yells getting louder. You do see a few citizens standing at what appear to be a guard position as you start to pass through the buildings into the actual town. However, they don't seem to be cohesive. The two that you see are wearing very piecemeal armor. Their shields don't match. The helmets look bent and worn. And go ahead and make an insight check as you pass both of them. 21. 17. All right, so... Damn, all of you rolled really well. Um, as you all pass, you you all kind of glance over the two guards who are kind of standing there, especially given your most recent history with town guards. And they seem to be more afraid of you than you are of them. Eventually, you move into the city square, pass through what looks to be a small park, and arrive outside the docks themselves. You see what do appear to be five ships that are at dock. Coming down, you see... Let me see here. You see crates being loaded and loaded off various ships. Some just seem to be at rest, while others do seem to have activity happening near or around them. Used to be several several groups of people just walking around, people going about their business, uh, some people selling different foods. There seems to be someone selling fish, another one selling rum or various um, sailing supplies. Looking around immediately, you do not see Jacques or anyone who would be from Dunalyn. What what time what time uh, did they say? When did they say? They just said two days. Did they say dawn? At dawn. Okay. How how and how far away are we from dawn? It is basically about to happen. Okay. And I am. Can I go somewhere where? Strangers can't see me and use my disguised self. You may. This okay. I'm basically giving you giving you guys this time to prepare anything you might wish to prepare if they arrive. Yep, I'm going to use my disguised self to look like a plain human man, uh, maybe somebody similar to uh, somebody who was at that gate at the front, but maybe different color hair and eyes or something like that. Slight, slightly shorter, you know, so that if somebody who knows him sees me, I don't actually look like him, but close enough. Got it. Anybody else want to do anything? As we were walking through town, did we see, like, a blacksmith or a place where I could get a shield, perhaps? Um, let me see here. On the, the direct path that you passed, you didn't see a blacksmith, but you you can surmise that there's probably one in town. Okay. Okay. That's for did, later. Did you want to ask a passerby to, to see if there is one somewhere? I don't know if I have time. I'll do that later. 
that's it for me. As Alexander, anything? I don't really have anything, so uh, I I guess I'd sort of be in plain sight because they'd be looking for someone that's a part of our group. Since I was the one doing the talking, I, I was thinking, Alexander, maybe you should be in disguise as well. Uh, yeah, I can do that. And I'll I'll just sort of ditch off onto the side, and I guess I'll um I'll just change appearance to a gold dragonborn. <laughs> the gold dragonborn or a gold the dragonborn? The gold dragonborn. <laughs> All right. I am standing like thirty feet. Away from Taz and hopefully as far from Alexander as I can, given the perimeter. <laughs> right. Eventually, the sun does start to come up over the trees and over the hills to the west. The light begins to sparkle off the bay. And it's not too much longer past that point that all of, uh, I would say, Taz and Alexander, since you are more out in the open, in Vesper too. You, the three of you see a cart come around and you think it's a cart at first as it's being pulled by horses but as it comes more into view it is a carriage it is a very nice looking carriage at least from the outside and it is just kind of very slowly walking along the docks and the driver is just kind of keeping an eye out Looks to be looking around. Are there any particular markings on the carriage? Got a perception check. Why am I the ones that always ask the question and has to do the rules? Because you asked the question. Because you're the smart one. Fifteen. Okay. You... From this angle, you have like a head-on view of the horses, so you don't get to see like the sides of the carriage per se, but it definitely looks out of place. Can we see the driver? Yes, you can. Uh, from, from this distance, he looks to be a human man. You do not recognize him. Not dressed in carver? No, he, he, okay. he is wearing um, black black um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, black traveler's clothes. They look very, very nice, well-pressed. And he is wearing a hat. Um, not like a top hat, but like a, a traveling hat. I'm going to go back around something where the guy in the carriage can't see me and cast message at the wagon, intending to send a message to Jacques and say, Jacques, are you in there? Jacques, you hear this. However... What I sent you earlier still applies. So, the way the spell works is that you can reply, but you have to be able to whisper, and then no one can hear you except me. So if his mouth is gagged, I think he can go, and that's good enough. So, so how, how, how do you respond, Jacques? Mm. Especially it. You, you you hear some sort of noise in reply. Okay. 
I'll come back out from wherever I went behind, kind of like I was looking for something. Trying to be nonchalant. The, uh, the driver comes up. Do you up. nod? Do you nod or anything, Liberté? To, or... Uh, no, but I can cast message it has. Okay. And say, um, uh, Jacques is definitely in there. And then I'll, I'll nod in the infer- in the affirmative. Okay, I don't I don't look at you at all, so I don't see that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I hold up my hand to the carriage. Okay, he, he's around fifty feet away, and he's looking around kind of cautiously. And then he sees you wave, and he kind of waves back to you, and yeah, spurs the horses a little bit, and they pick up speed slightly, and eventually come up next to you, Taz. Excuse me, uh, good sir. Uh, I'm looking for... Uh, and and he starts fumbling through his papers trying to figure out something. Uh, I, I seem to have uh, lost the paper. Um, who, do you know who I'm supposed to be looking for? <laughs> this poor guy. I, I bow and say that would be I good sir ah w- wonderful um I- I'm sorry my my memory's a little a little spotty of of course uh I don't have my paper um you know the the, the name of of the group that I'm supposed to be finding the wild cards ah yes yes that that is it that is it uh, I'm, I'm glad I found you <laughs> and he stops the horses completely and then gets off uh, I am uh, delivering some things to you. I believe you should have one large package and one smaller package for us. Uh, I believe they are both rather large. Oh. <laughs> you can you can come with me. And he um, comes comes up and actually puts a key into the carriage door, unlocks it, and opens the door. And uh, Jacques, you feel the bag. <laughs> pulled off your head and the gag is take, taken out of your mouth as well. My eyes. For the first time in three days, well, two days, you are in sunlight. So you blink heavily. Jacques, are you okay? I think they've blinded me. Well, no, it's it's dawn. So it's it's the sun's not up yet. So it's okay. Uh, have have you eaten? Are you okay? Did they hurt you? Mm, no. Y- you have yes. been fed, by the way. Yeah. Uh, help me up. Oh, this stupid. Where, where am I? The 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 carriage driver um, takes another key and undoes the manacles on your wrists and on your feet. And puts them back in the cart or in the carriage, so you can stand. Do I have my things on me? Uh, the next thing he does is pull out a large sack. I start looking for my book. Well, I'm sorry. Where's what that book? Uh, it is in the bag. I believe there was a sum of gold that was supposed to accompany. Our compatriot. There, there is just one, one moment. 
and he's kind of climbing up into the carriage and you see him struggling as he tries to lift a very large chest out of the carriage and and he he looks like he's about to drop it i'm gonna help him okay vesper rushes forward go ahead and make a strength check with advantage okay Ooh. Ooh, natural 20. Ooh. All right. So as he drops it, you with one hand, Vesper, are able to guide the chest so it doesn't burst open. It spill its contents everywhere, and it just kind of <laughs> lands safely on the ground. Oh, that's pretty sexy. I mean, that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, well, I believe that was... Uh, my, my duty's completed. Is there anything else like I can do for you, you fine gentleman and lady? Where are where? Where the hell am I? We're in Dunaman, the port city. Breathe in. So it's not the same town. No, we're in the next town by the water. We agreed to leave in exchange for your life and a rather nice sum of gold and a promise that he would spare the townsfolk as they had nothing to do with our actions. I'm going to turn to the man and I'm just going to say, so you're from The I'm blanking on the name. Dunalin. Dunalin. I was thinking Duda Hill. It's like, that's not it. <laughs> Beauty Hill. <laughs> <laughs> You're from Dunalin, right? I'm sorry, Miss No No. I am not from uh, Dunalin. I am mere, merely a carriage driver. I get hired out from various places. Did you go through it, though? Because they had to hire you. Yes, yes, yes. I uh, just happened to be in town, and they said they needed a carriage driver, and they said I needed to come up here, and it's, I've never been to Tudemin before. It's a... Uh, smells. What was, like, what was the atmosphere there? Did you... see it? Feel it? Hear it? Anything? It, it, it was uh, quite tense the last few days I was there. Uh, I was actually, you know, trying to cash in on a little bit of the, the festival business, you know, hoping to get some people paying for a nice leisurely ride back to their own estates. But uh, apparently some, some ruffians were were in town and, and every, basically the entire town went on lockdown for several days. But uh, apparently the, the lockdown was eventually lifted and, and then the ruffians left. So uh, as far as I know, things are, are back to normal there. At least they were going back to it when, when I left with this man. Okay. Well, thank you for your service. It is much appreciated. And he gives you a big smile and kind of holds out his hand. I give him the uh, five Oh, Vesper. <laughs> I was going to do that anyway. <laughs> How much did you give him? Five gold. Oh, <laughs> He he beamed at you. My, my money. 
I, I certainly like the town of Dunaman. The people here are quite nice and friendly. I think I'll go get a drink. And he gets back on his carriage. Good day to you all. Yeah. And he leads the horses out of the dock district. <laughs> Why are you guys all so surprised? I was going to tell him he needs to go back to Carver to go get the money. But okay. He um, got the money. Yeah, I meant his tip. But... I mean, that, that was his tip. That wasn't what he was paid to do. Hey, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good tip. That's like $100 on a tip. Oh, really? <laughs> That's like several days' wages. <laughs> That's fine. Especially for a carriage driver. He's doing well. <laughs> Living anyway, his best life. What, what were you saying, Liberté? Well, I want I want to go up to Jacques and um, Jacques. Do do you remember who we all are? Uh, yes, quite so. It's very good to hear. I'm glad you're okay. Did they, other than gagging you and covering your eyes and <laughs> manacling you, um, obviously you put up a struggle, um, did they mistreat you in any way? Did they feed you? Did they feed me? Well, seeing how I'm still alive and we're out here, I guess they needed me to bargain, bargain so I just... That's probably why I'm still alive and unharmed. And they're asking for information. What did you tell them? I didn't tell them anything because they read it all. Oh. Is your journal okay? I couldn't find it. It wasn't with your possessions? Uh, at, at, at first, you couldn't find it, Jacques. But to, uh, to, to clarify, it it is in the sack of your belongings. So, like your armor, your sword. Uh, so, like all, all of your stuff that was dumped on the docks beside you, your your journal is in that bundle of possession. Oh, uh, I guess I haven't really. I guess I haven't really searched for it yet. Yeah. Well, and and I I did send you a message as well. If you didn't. Okay. See it. We, we we would have killed them all, Jacques. That was our plan. Until they offered us a way out. Mm. A different path. And you all agree to this? Yeah. Yes. They gave me money. Money? Just... Just relax. They bribed you? Well, rewarded us for not killing them all. Think about it as paid protection from us. Well, <laughs> mm, this is going to sit right with me. That's alright, I'll, I'll take your share. Oh. Goodness. Nope. Uh, is the chest locked? Is the chest locked? Doesn't appear to have a lock on it. 
Are we going back or? Well, uh, let's open this chest first. Yeah, we'll open it and distribute it. Then we're not lugging it around. Hey, hold up. If it is what we think it is, do we really want to do that in the open? Yeah, that's fair. And if it's not? Do we have a way to know for sure? You could take a quick peek, but try not to show all of it, maybe? Well, I, I'm more worried that there's like an explosive spell inside. I can actually, if we take a few minutes, I can cast Tech Magic. Yeah, let's let's do that. Is, are we tucked away enough that we're not making a huge spectacle? There there do seem to be a few people on the docks who are just kind of looking at your group who is just standing in the middle of like the, the dock the dock ward, just like looking at this chest. You're you're not like off to the side. It's it's like you're okay. standing in the middle of the road. Ah. Well let's yeah, let's go off to the side. Okay. Do your detect magic. I mean, if there's no spell, then... Okay. Taz sets up and begins casting Detect Magic. Anything anybody oh, wants to do for those ten minutes? Yeah, Jock, tell us everything. What happened? I can't really tell you, because that didn't really happen. <laughs> I had a, I had a talk with uh, a son of a bitch, Carver. Uh, so a few exchange of words back and forth. Uh, all that. And basically, I tried to escape. You no, know, got gagged, banged over her head, and thrown somewhere else. I don't know, I guess in a cart or carriage or whatever. Yeah, it seems that their plan all along was to capture one of us and then use that person as a bargaining chip to get us to leave. Mm, well, whatever. Man. Well, are we still going back, though? Or no? We pro- we, well, we swore that we wouldn't. Uh, I didn't swear. That's true. My, my thought is that if they screwed us on the money, then the deal is void anyway, because they didn't hold up their side of the bargain. And if they did give us the money, there are other things we could do, maybe sometime in the future, to free the town without actually going there. How much money? Why did you guys get money? I don't understand. Why did they give you money? We got offered a thousand gold just to leave it all alone <laughs> and not kill all of them. Did anybody hear him say that? Make a perception check. Anyone listening in on us? <laughs> Alexander, with that chest, we could buy the town. Oh, oh natural one. Fifteen. Looking around, there does not appear to be anybody who seemed to immediately notice. Well, I've got a million dollars in my pocket. We're loaded. <laughs> Just walking down the street. Oh, that's quite a steal. Yeah, and we got you on top of it. I mean, look, with they, the gold, I was considering it anyway. They basically paid us a thousand gold to take you off their hands. And the people? The investment was 
quite worried about that. I think we're all still worried about it. I just... I don't like him. I don't like what's going on there at all. Neither do I. But... It's... What we all realized that keeping the entire town in a the, in the period of terror where they all had to stay inside their houses for fear of us running in and killing everybody was also not for the best. So I, I stand up. I, I'm done with the casting and I haven't detected any magic. Liberté, I'm wondering if you could uh, from a slight distance use your mage hand spell to open the chest you said you didn't detect any magic you're they did not detect did not detect magic okay from the can, chest. well before yep. i do that can i look and see if i see any traps go ahead and make an investigation check <laughs> we're turning this into a whole thing <laughs> and to be fair i would be doing the exact same thing as a player so oh natural 20 <laughs> finally you roll well uh, you spend a couple of minutes looking over the exterior of the chest, and you do find nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'm no going to act as a shield for whoever's opening it, like to shield them from people looking. Just like. Casually. I think are we like kind of against the wall because what I can do is I can cast minor illusion on the one side of the chest to make it look like it's a closed chest. You, you guys are kind of down an alley right now, so you're okay. not in direct so view of anyone at the All moment. Right. If anybody wants to step back, do it now because I'm opening it. I open it. I stay there. Open it up. You see inside a number of bright, shiny gold pieces okay and how counting it would take forever uh i take four. one bite into it <laughs> make a strength check with three no! your teeth <laughs> oh no! god it's not no, chocolate I'm, I'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding um like to test it you you do the the bendy bite test and they are yeah real. And for expediency, there are exactly 1,000 gold pieces. Okay. Now, how do you do carrying that many coins in your games, Josh? If uh, we take 200 each, are our pants falling down? Less. Your Backpacks. pants aren't Yeah, Yeah, you can put it in your backpack or, okay. or, or what have you. Like so it, It'll we... automatically count the weight, but beyond, yeah. beyond, beyond it playing a factor into your carrying weight, I'm not going to just to um, count it, hold it against you guys. Can we split this up 200 each then? Yep. See, that's why I gave him five gold, because I knew. Because we're loaded now. It's four pounds. Oh, damn. Four pounds of coins. Okay. It's morning. Oh, do we leave the chest here? <laughs> no. Uh, there's no note inside? Uh, you go through all the coins. You don't find a note. Okay. So, 
So Vesper wanted to go to a blacksmith. Perhaps we could sell the chest to him? Oh. You're... Mm. Okay. That's a good idea. I mean, if we get anything for it, it's better yeah. than just leaving it here. True. Just sell it and get money. Yeah. That's... Did we see? We didn't see a blacksmith, right? You said Vesper needed to ask somebody. Yes, you. You basically know nothing about this town. You would need to start asking where things are. So before before we leave the docks, um, is there a dock master? You ask around for one. Okay, I do. You you ask uh, a random passerby. It looks like he's getting ready to, to head out on, onto a ship. Kind of a black going to gray beard. One eye is kind of squinting out at you. Uh, you're looking for the dock master. Yes. Is there one in this town or? Uh, more or less. And he kind of points. Um, Towards towards this end of the docks, there's a building down this way, shaped like like a like a. And he actually holds up his hands to make the the letter U. Oh, okay. Like that, uh, you'll you'll find him in there. He's a stout fellow named Halbeck. Thanks. And then I flip them off. A couple silver pieces. Thank you. He heads on his way. Uh, I would have changed my form back by now. I think it goes without saying, but... Oh, yeah. that does not go without saying. Well, I changed my form back. Now I have said it. It does not need to go without saying. Um... Let's get some real food since we've been on some rations. Oh yeah, I didn't mark off rations. Uh, uh. I also didn't remind you, so that's that's on me. Uh, oh. We probably got to take off three, right? Uh, Four, two, two. Uh, two? Okay. Yeah, two, two's fine. Okay. I am. I'm gonna look for like. The oldest, grisliest looking guy here. Okay. That's what you're into, Kat. No. <laughs> That's what you're into. <laughs> M- make a perception <laughs> check, Vesper. Okay. No, guys, I got this. Um. Never doubted that you got it. Oh, whoops. That was at an advantage. So 12. Okay. It, it, it doesn't take you too long. There, there seems to be. Uh, one individual who isn't moving around much. He's sitting on what appears to be a bench overlooking most of the uh, the dock ward. There seems to be what looks to be like a little looking platform. And you see him up there, and he's just kind of weathered face, like that, that really tan, tough-looking skin. Looks like calluses cover basically every part of his face and hands. He's got one his right hand up on a staff and he's just kind of leaning on the table just staring out at the horizon and you kind of walk walk up a short flight of stairs and find him excuse me sir eh you look like someone who knows 
way around town. Turns and looks at you with like half an eye. Around town. I've been here my whole life. I know this town like the back of my left toenail. Do you look at the back of your left toenail a lot? Every morning! Okay, okay. Um... Everybody should look at their toes. You know what? You're totally right. We should. Um... (laughs) Me and my friends, we're looking for a place to stay that's... You know... Reasonably... Fun. Good place to stay for travelers. I pipe in. Good food, too, would help. Good food. Good beds. Good company. If you're looking for places to stay, there's a, there's a couple of places. And he actually kind of turns in his seat and you kind of hear his bones kind of creaking a little bit. He, he lifts up his hand, which is holding the cane, and just points the whole cane from tip to bottom in, in a single direction in this direction here. That building there, that's the smooth brew. And he, and he takes the staff, and I need to see... Can't find it on the map. Uh, over here. Uh, and then he points uh, in this direction over here. That way, uh, it's a bit ways back into town. But you also have the tipsy urchin. If you're looking for a place to stay, those are your two options. Which one would you recommend? Why look like someone who enjoys a smooth brew. Yes. Fair enough. <laughs> Guess it depends on what you like, young missy. Oh, I I don't drink. Everyone else here does. Are we, are we all right there? You want to be? Uh, well, because I, I would ask... Uh, uh, do either of those ever uh, accept traveling musicians to perform? I ain't never been a musician, but uh, I've heard them from time to time at both of them. Alexander, have you been here before? No, uh, you have not. No. Okay, then. Your reputation spreads. As as the conversation continues, the the old man, his eyes seem to blink a little bit, and he, he kind of gets a little bit of a clearer look in his eye, and he looks at you, Vesper. Do I know you? Um, you look familiar. I'm going to be honest, I'm not told that a lot. His bottom lip is kind of quivering as he's like, you, you can see his brain actively working, but it's like sputtering and half starting as it's trying to, to, to kick into gear. 
I think I've seen you somewhere before. I can't imagine where. No, he's don't don't you don't you look up there? And he and he points his gnarled hand, which is like contorted, up um, towards the eastern side of town. Look awfully like that woman that works up there, the one with the with with, with the. With those things. And he points at the sword at your side. What does that woman do? Uh, she makes those. You don't make those? No, no. I just use them. Oh. Alright then. W where does she work? Uh... And he, he points um, uh, up into the east, so on the eastern edge of town. Okay. So, blacksmith in theory. Why would you think that I'm that woman? Maybe she's a tiefling? You look like her. Okay. And he kind of spits on the ground. You, you now notice that he's had tobacco in his mouth the entire time. I love this man. Um, okay, well... With that... Teeth are all yellow. He's missing like three of his four front teeth. Okay, well that's all my questions. I was going to ask about a black... But I think you answered. Oh, yeah, I, I think that's what those are called. All right, so let's uh, let's head off that way. I guess before we go, I was like, do you have any of those wiggly fingered magic-y people here? <laughs> he, he looks back at you. And then holds up both of his fingers and just kind of wiggles them at you. Oh, yeah, for that. <laughs> Tess will ask the blacksmith. <laughs> the providers of the providers of services will know who each other are. Kind of chuckles as you all start to walk away. Thank you, sir. You're very kind. I give him five silver before Vesper gives him five gold. I, I I head her off so that she's not depleting her gold, you know, asking questions around town. He picks up one of the gold coins and like oh. looks at it closely and is like holding it up to the sun. Taps it. Tink, tink, tink. Seems satisfied. Gives you a slight head nod. Let's go get something to eat. Okay. Who's up for the smooth brew or the tipsy urchin? The smooth brew is right here. What does it look like? Like, what's the vibe? 
So walking around the outside, uh, the roads here, uh, the roads and paths that you are walking along are all brick. And walking up to this building, it's a large cottage that looks like it's been repurposed into some sort of inn or tavern. You're not really sure. Um, black shutters accent blue paint, and there's a large smokestack that is billowing smoke. Okay. I mean, we could try it. Yeah, let's let's look in. Right. Let me get to that. Just a minute. You walk up to the front door and open it to see a number of cloth chairs and wooded tables. Um, across the way, a fire burns big and bright in a fireplace. Um, across the way, behind a counter, you see a man in a black vest, sunken eyes, and pointed ears. They're directly to the right of where we just were. Is it, you're saying that's the guy behind the bar or the guy sitting at the table? Behind the bar. Behind the bar. Okay. I go up and pour an ale. <laughs> No waiting, huh? Well, Give me one sec. I'm getting, these, I'm getting this into your journal. Shock. Do we want to get a table so we can just finish our chats? Talk about what we need to do? Yes. All right. That's fine. You walk up to the bar and the man comes over and approaches you, Jacques. Hey, hey, uh, how, how, how you doing? He look elven to me? Uh, slightly pointed ears. Slightly pointed. Oh. Nail. Half elf. Uh, I, uh, I, I don't have ales. Uh, sorry about that. I, I, I do have other drinks if you're interested. <laughs> sure, whatever. Like what? Uh, you've never been to Duneman, have you? <laughs> oh, yes. We have. No, Duna Min, we have not. Duna Lin, we have. You know what? That's quite, yes, whatever. Yeah, that's right. Never been here. Never, Never been, been here. here. Oh, then I, I I, have just the drink for all of you. And he scurries across the, the way and he picks up um, what looks to be a big round copper pot and immediately begins pouring um, drinks into cups for all of you. Is, Can is I it, get inside? Yeah. Is everyone coming up to the bar, or just those three? Yeah, I'll, I'll move up. Um, I'm up there because I was uh, gone. I, I actually make room a little bit because I actually want to stare into the kitchen. I'm a health inspector. <laughs> Make a perception check, Pass. Is there any rats cooking? 20! Not oh. natural. Not natural. 
Uh, he seems uh, on the level, Jacques. And Taz, as he is pouring the drinks, um, you do look back into the kitchen. There appears to be a number of pastries. Maybe some some sandwiches? You, you can't really tell. It's a bit cluttered. And he, not a moment later, comes back and hands uh, cups to each of you. Oh, here, here, here you go. Uh, these, these these are one for each of you. And uh, you can all have these on the house. I'm sure you'll be back. Everybody loves this place. It's fantastic. And he just kind of stands there and he's kind of like tapping his hand on the wood. What does the drink look like? Uh, it is a black liquid and you put your hand around the, the, the mug and it is hot. Uh, I'll sip it. Same here. I'll sip it. It's a little bitter, but it is but it is incredibly warm and it makes you pe- uh, pep up a little bit. It's coffee. Uh, he 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 doesn't bother me. I'm a, I'm a tiefling, so I pound it. Oh, you uh, that's uh, you're gonna have some trouble here in about an hour, but that's okay. I'll get you another one. And he runs off and pours you another <laughs> that, uh, coffee. Is this not this is not alcohol? Then? Oh no 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 no! Not in any not in any way shape or form. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how rare coffee is, what I have ever experienced it, given my background. None of you have experienced coffee before. Okay, alright. So... Not alcoholic, okay. What's the protocol here for getting a table? Private. Do you have one in a room where we could have some time to ourselves? Oh. I, I, I don't think there's a <laughs> anyone in that table over there. Uh, let, let me double check. And he, as he's walking past, he slides you another cup, uh, Liberté. Uh, that one will be three silver, though. And he walks past and checks on this door. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's, there's no one in there. Feel free to go in. <laughs> Would you bring us some breakfast, sir? Uh, sure, we have we have all 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 different manners of uh, pastries and you know uh, s- several kinds of uh, health bars and those types of things. What is this place? <laughs> what is this place? <laughs> the coffee house, the Watakin <laughs> coffee house. Like they have they have pastries, but it's like, eh. no, it's it's literally a Starbucks. Okay, <laughs> is there like those cake pops? I'll take the egg white sandwich and some pastries. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I'm probably seeing pastries I do recognize. And given my background, the pastries I probably do recognize. Yeah, let's all just go in the room and have our our good friend bring us enough breakfast pastries for five. It's like thirty gold oh, at a wow. Starbucks. <laughs> I'll use my card. <laughs> uh, five. Let's say six for Charles, I guess. Does Charles eat? Yes. Okay. Can put you Jasper? in there, Jasper? Oh, um... I'm a little shocked that this isn't alcohol. <laughs> Did... Do you have, like, 
a cinnamon roll and or something. Shock is disappointed. <laughs> I, I leave my drink on the counter and I just go in the room. Okay. Oh. I take I take his drink. I've got two now. Oh, oh no! All right, that's fine. It's gonna be bouncing off the wall. I feel like Liberté would be all in on coffee. Yeah, you 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 get the sense that that this man drinks a lot of coffee. He is very manic and very hyper. I've never even thought about it before, but I think Liberté would be all in on coffee. Generally, it doesn't come up. <laughs> I, I peek out the door, Vesper. Oh, I'm coming. I'm there. Okay. Got you. Well, she's teleported through the wall. What so is you, this place you... called? Smooth Brew. We should have expected that. And if you <laughs> notice, he, the grisly old man, did actually not respond to Vesper's question. When, when she said that he looked like the person who would drink a smooth brew. I see. <laughs> okay. Later, Jacques, we'll, we'll try the tipsy urchin because, well, it's got tipsy in the name. That might be more to your speed, but for now, let's make sure you have some water, some food. I, I think... I think ultimately we're going to want to stay at the other place because the live music there will probably be more Alexander style. Yeah. Eventually the half-elf comes back and you you soon find out that his name is Daryl. He provides each of you with an assortment of pastries to pick your at your leisure. There are some with eggs there are some that are basically just cinnamon rolls there are just like croissants i want There's a number of for, different things i want to pay for the whole shot for us okay uh is anybody else getting additional coffees besides Liberté? yeah but between the free one jacques that i drank the one that i already paid for i think i'm gonna have two more what what other what other drinks is there Oh, hi. I, I've, I've, uh, I've actually been experimenting with, with a few things, um, different takes on, on uh, this, this uh, invention of mine. Um, w w would you like one of those? No, I, I'm fine. No. Have you ever put liquor into this? Uh, I am not someone who actually drinks, so I have not. What is this called? He he kind of looks around. I actually haven't named it yet. I haven't come up with a good name yet. And 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 he he kind of goes from like super happy and peppy to almost a little panicked. Okay, so black brew. I. I kind of like that. I wish it had alcohol in it. I wish it, we could call it like I wish black brew. Irish black brew. And we'll put alcohol in it. I, I wish black brew. I like it. I like it a lot. I need to change the name of my store. <laughs> Kirsten, Daryl, Kirsten.
I hope you guys know that I'm dying over here. I, I, before, to... he, before he leaves, I ask him if he's thought of franchising. <laughs> see, my whole thing is, yeah, instead of Irish, it's Irish. Anyway, adding yeah. liquor to coffee. Yeah. But I'm trying I, to... I, I'm dying over here. I loved that reference so much. Okay, good. I'm glad. <laughs> it was very clever. Okay. So he didn't double cross us. I'm not going to forget the town, but I'm not going to go back on my word. I don't know what kind of town this is and what we can achieve here. It's a pit stop. It's it's a nice town. Maybe we could drop some of some of our money on it and see if we can actually get some some cool stuff. If if our long term goals are to do something about that town and still to find that bar, then ultimately we're going to want to make our way to the capital, and then see if there's a way that politically we can rescue the town. That way we can save them without going there. It's going to take us some time to get into a position where one, we actually get there, and two, somebody's willing to listen to us. Well, so for now, I think we concentrate on some short-term goals. But we don't have any evidence, do we? Besides our word. Yeah, no, I'd like to, you know, I don't think shutting down that bar is our overriding concern right now that the compound is completely shut down and the mansion is burned I mean it's a nice closure but I also don't want our you know overriding thoughts to you know stomp on you know what Alexander or Vesper might want to achieve either. So I, I think we should kind of chat about what we want to do and then obviously go find alcohol, but um, you know, what I mean... Short-term, I, yeah. short -term, something short-term? Well, yeah, so I haven't said a whole lot about me, but I, I've come from the elven city and I, I left there because the magic that I'm receiving or not necessarily learning just being provided is sort of a mystery to me so I, I'd love to find you know why and how and you know if this is going to have any detrimental effects but that can wait or you know we could we could stumble across that you know I, I don't really have any burning missions so I, I'm kind of open to what you know the the group wants to do it felt good you know, 
helping Farmer Eric and exceeding that by, you know, getting rid of the, the Will-O-Wisp. I agree. More of that. Yeah. Or, or is there something Alexander that you wanted to achieve or, you know, Vester, Vesper, is there something that has you here um, away from you know others of your faith <clears throat> I mean what you just described uh, helping the farmer uh, at Willow with everything that's kind of what I've been doing up until this point I just I was traveling with my mentor for a long time then we parted ways and I'm just continuing the work, I guess. Mm, I guess... I think your goals are very much aligned to mine. I'm just going around and basically just... I guess you said... Uh, do good. Do good. Not, destroy the wicked. Bring down my enemies. That's not quite my goal. But well, close. I have no enemies right now besides the people at that one town. But other than that, do good, yeah. Do good. I think maybe oh. that little girl back in Dunalin is your enemy. Um, but... Don't bring her up, please. All right. Um, Liberté, I mean, you spent most of your life in captivity and now you have freedom. You know, is there something that you want to do? I'm mostly uh, trying to see the world. There's a lot about the world that I don't know. And uh, I'm searching for joy, if that makes any sense. Elaborate. Uh, well, from my understanding, most people, when they're raised, they see a variety of emotions and learn what they mean for themselves. I was never quite taught such things, so while I do feel emotions just like anybody, for the most part I don't know what most of them mean. And the teachings of Lyra say that freedom the greatest freedom is joy and so i'm trying to use my freedom to find joy without restraints i don't know but i'm really don't know what it is so and the mystery wrapped in the enigma that is Alexander? Yeah, well, I mean, doing stuff, uh, you know, uh, for helping people and seeing it through the end is all well. But at the end of the day, with you guys, I think I've made probably three or four times what I'd make in a couple months. 
So, I, I figure I'll just stick around. If you guys are gonna keep making money, I'll keep sticking around and making money with you. I got no I got no issues. So, that's it? Just... gold? Well, I mean... Look, it's, it's all well and good. Go, like, I, I enjoy going around, performing, telling tales of, um... of mighty adventurers and stuff that they get up to. But, at the end of the day, like... You know, it, it's it's good to tell someone else's tale, but if people start telling tales of my adventures and, and about how great I am, I think that's a much better story. So maybe if we do go out and do some good, then maybe they'll give them something to sing about. Does your story make people happy? Uh, it might one day. That sounds good. A few days ago, you mentioned... Um, you invoked your last name. Mm-hmm. Was that just a ploy, or was that a legitimate threat? Uh, it really depends on what part of the continent you're at. Uh, but... I think you'd find, if, if you managed to look up my family, you'd find some pretty powerful wizards. Have I heard of his family, since we're from the same place? Interesting question. You would be loosely familiar with his last name, Vesper. You didn't spend a ton of time in your childhood paying too much attention from where you were. You were not pushed into learning much about the arcane. You mostly heard whispers of the last name through various interactions with people, social encounters out amongst the city. So you, you know of the last name, and you know basically what Alexander has just said, that they seem to be fairly skilled in the arcane, but that's about as far as you know. Okay. Are you on good terms with your family? Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen him in a very long time. It's, uh, I was on good terms until I left without anyone knowing about it. That, that tends to put a damper on relationships. Oh, some may say. But it makes a, puts a damper on relationships if you're trying to be forced how to, te how to learn magic and you're completely incapable of doing so. So, I feel like I made the right choice. Yeah, my family... Well, my father, anyway, my mother died when I was young, and I was sent to live with my father in Sonus. And, well, he was married at the time that I was conceived, and my stepmother and stepbrother weren't fans. Um, so as I grew older and, you know, became a bit more obvious to elves in society uh, they forced me into working at the elven library and I haven't seen them since not a terrible life but obviously not a great relationship with my family and I never really knew my mother or understood why I was sent to live with the elves and not staying in the capital. But, eh, 
something to find out at a later time if we ever make it to the capital. So should we should we look for supplies and things that we want? Look for a place to stay? Find out how much it costs on a passage to a boat to uh, Dragon Harbor or elsewhere? Or I think we want to look and see if there's any jobs we can do before we leave. Okay. Should, should think... we look for supplies first? Blacksmith. Uh, yeah. I think we store. should go shopping. I, I I really like this hat and stuff that it can do for me. If I can find other stuff like that, then that's worth spending my money on, I feel. Mm. So. Yeah, Alexander, you did take quite a bit of damage. Is there a way for you to protect yourself any better? Uh, I don't really have anything to do so, but maybe we could go and find, uh, go and buy something for that. Maybe I probably couldn't wear a shield, but, uh, you know, I don't know. You never know. It's a big town. Have you considered armor? Uh, I do have um, the chain mail, or the chain armor that was given to me before. I just, I don't know, I feel like it just kind of doesn't look great on me. It's not really my thing. Okay. I mean, you can always wear it underneath it, underneath your garb, or whatever. Maybe. Probably looks better than leather-strapped armor, but... It's totally up to you, but I worry about people with pointy things and and you. So uh, and also have pointy things. You always have a fitted, you know. Yeah, we'll work on it. We can see if the blacksmith can do anything. Yeah, I know you've said that I should get another dagger, <laughs> just in case. Although. Now, I seem to have... You never know. Silent spells? Who knows? But now, I seem to have some new abilities. Hello! So I may not need another dagger. Uh, it but was a I, suggestion. Yeah, no, I... I it, if we're ever in a point where no magic works it's probably a good thing to have so why don't we now I think we all are feeling extra energetic why don't we explore a little look at the town square try and find the blacksmith that the Vesper's friend uh, had said was on the other side of town the east side, yes. Right, and then look for the tipsy urchin to see if we could get some rooms and maybe Alexander could find some work or not. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Let's, yeah, let's step out of gear and... As you all go to leave, 
Uh, Daryl is bringing back a, another tray of drinks. Oh, you're you're coming out. That is that is absolutely fantastic. Um, so seeing as how you were so interested earlier, uh, I I thought I would give you a little bit of a, a sample. Um, and he hands you very small cups of what looks to be a, a, a different drink than the one he originally handed all of you. I I'd, I'd love to hear your opinion. Same uh, no, color. It's a little lighter, a lighter brown. So I'm holding it and my hand is shaking. Oh boy. Had five cups of coffee so far. <laughs> You're gonna be running to the latrine soon. I've only had one, so I will I'll taste the tiny cup. Yeah, I'll go for it. I'll take it like a shot. It uh, it is coffee mixed with milk. It is a cappuccino. Hmm. Foam and all? There's no foam. Can't do foam, but... It it, it is essentially heated milk, because that's the best to do for medieval times. Oh, I'm I'm trying out some various uh, ingredients to add. Um, This has been the best, the most popular one so far. I declined one. I... I like this one better than the other one. It's, yeah, I like this one too. Oh, that's that is wonderful to know. I shall I shall experiment some more. Have you added sugar to these things? Sugar? Yeah. <laughs> if you want that idea, you gotta pay us thirty gold. Why? Have patented? Have you had something like this before? Did 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 this other person add sugar? Well, it's. It's just very bitter. Oh. It may appeal to some people, while the plain version appeals to others. It brings more customers in by having a variety. He kind of smacks his lips as you're saying the word bitter several times. You know, I had not thought of a word for that sensation, but now that you're saying it, that is definitely bitter. I can definitely appreciate that. I, I I will take that into consideration. And and he takes his tray and walks back behind the counter. I, I left a gold tip for him. Oh boy, Vesper. Yeah, he oh, will God. eventually find that. Um I am currently in the latrine. Liberté f- 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 feels a sudden need to visit the toilet. <laughs> Uh, let's uh, yeah, let's wait for Liberté, and then yeah, let's go to. He eventually rejoins all of you. <laughs> you all walk out into the square. Yeah, just wanted to make sure there was going to be no kidnapping or anything. Um, wow. Yeah, hey, so let's, with, let's... with this campaign, you never know. No kidnapping happens more often than you think. If there was tea, I would have gone for tea. He only had coffee. Ah, uh, what a shame. Just leaf juice. Leaf juice. That's all tea. So, um, as we're walking, I take a couple of the gold out of my backpack and put it in my pocket, and then I take the rest of the gold out of the backpack and put it in a small sack and then 
you can see me sort of weaving my hands together and then the sack disappears. Is that is that a custom cantrip that Yep. Um uh, what was it called again? I don't remember. Wrist pocket. So I just want to keep my gold safe for right now. Well that's a new one. That, that's, that's, a, that's a Mercer creation. Yep. Yeah, that's uh is that for only for is that for casters or uh, I, I, he, it, it was listed which, which classes could go for it. I don't think it's a cleric cantrip. I think it was bard, sorcerer, warlock. Yeah, I don't remember. This is why I'm asking now. If no, but it's fine. I mean, not to worry about it. I, I, I have it. Uh, you can trade out later. So, <laughs> bard, sorcerer, warlock, wizard. Oh, okay. Hey. Uh, where, where, where to first? Let's go to where the old man said and go find Vesper's look lookalike. Lookalike? Well, he said that she reminded him of the blacksmith here. So it might either be a tiefling or it might be just a very well armored person. <laughs> To oh. be fair, he was half blind, so. Okay. Well, we'll see in a few moments, won't we? Uh, I guess. Uh, do we know the way there? Yeah, it's over this direction. Uh, I imagine if we're hearing hammer or seeing ass or seeing, you know, a forge metal on metal. Some sort or. Maybe even this place has signs. <laughs> um, Is you there all, any signs? There are no signs for a blacksmith. But walking in the direction that the old man pointed you, you just kind of meander down this central thoroughfare here until you get to about there on the map. And you do hear... Pause. All right. Uh, it's a blacksmith. That sounds like a blacksmith. Let's go in. All right. Uh, walking in, you see that this is definitely a small stone hut. It's not a separate building. It looks like it's very low to the ground, the roof is. It's very uh, flat and low. Um, the tile floor leads in. And I will go ahead and add this to your journals. Actually, no. Um, actually, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I was going to say something and then I changed my mind. Um, so, walking in, it is dark on the inside. There are only a few lights in, um, a few external lights. There is a number of candles in addition to the glowing hot red forge that you see and as you come down a small set of steps i will now add this to everybody there you go uh you see what is a purple skinned tiefling hammering at an anvil large horns curl up over her head she's wearing 
nothing but an apron, or I'm sorry, nothing but an apron and a small tube top around uh, her chest. Black pupilless eyes look up and meet yours as she hears you all approaching. Getting closer, you can see very large biceps and tight, ripped abdominal muscles. She kind of gives you all a curious look. Hi, I'm uh, Damanea. How can I help you? And that's where we'll pick up next time. <laughs>